You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Hey, uh, hi everybody.、Uh, you may know me as Reddit, by the way. Hi, host of the news desk.、Uh, I'm here with some unfortunate news, though.、Um, our good host and fairly friend of ours, KC, unfortunately, unfortunately joined the Prestige Mega Corporation. For some absurd reason, he can't join us tonight or every every time in our lives. But I got a second best solution. And I've got ourselves a new host, and our new co-commentator for the following weeks of Sega Lounge.、Uh, his name is Kukau or CK, as we like to make it short.、Uh, CK, can you talk to the audience, please? Hi! I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm so nervous. This is my first time on a radio station. <laughs> Hi! Oh, I know. Hi, I, everyone. I feel the same way. <laughs> Hi, CK. Can you explain what you do for a living?、Uh, nothing really. I just sit around and wait for people to you know, ask me on radio shows and <laughs> comment on news and stuff. <laughs> okay, okay. Hi, everybody.、Uh, I unfortunately started the Sega Lounge because I wanted to get some spice on. Of course, I'm shattered, and we have Casey as our. Co-coordinator and host as well for tonight. I I I I and we're doing. Yeah, but I I it's <laughs> it's true. I I don't do anything at all, though. It's just like CK. I just、That's、sit around、still. and wait for people to invite me on radio shows. Oh,、yeah. I see. Okay, but you, did did you enjoy Prestige Mega Corporation though? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. They had they had、uh, they gave me water and、uh, some mints. So、oh, that's、really、so、nice. that's that's awesome. <laughs> so that's awesome. That was my my、yeah. you know my、uh, whole year of my life、uh, that I don't need to eat anything, <laughs> you know. It's I'm I'm covered so there with, with water you, and in mint. Let you starve for new rides, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is unfortunate, but we'll find out more about that soon because tonight we also have a Sega.、Uh, A special Sega Lounge review of Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire, and I'm sorry I'm stealing your cues, Casey. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. So yeah, hello everyone. Welcome to the Sega Lounge. It's live. We're live. It's been、uh, six months since, since we've been live for the Sega Lounge since the, the Winterfest. So it's great.、Uh, I'm not sure I, I know how to、yeah. do this live still, but I'll try anyway. So I, you know. You- It's not like you do a radio show every Monday, so yeah. But if if ever anything、uh, happens, you know, blame it on problem of the week or or something.、So. <laughs> problem of the week. <laughs> yeah, hashtag problem of the week.、Okay. Uh, but yeah, so so join us, join us on Discord, people, because、uh, this is、um, this is not only a, a live show, which is rare. Uh, but uh, also, we will we'll have some friends of the station on on radio, on the Sega Lounge, to comment on this week's E3. 
Uh, it's oh. been a, an odd one, I have to say, and we'll all share our reactions. Uh, Shannon's uh, here as well yes. because he'll be commenting on on the week's uh, announcements, right? And uh, maybe, maybe, kinda. I maybe. Think kinda. I lost the file. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Okay, it's yeah, still here. Okay, yeah. but but we'll also let people join in on the fun. Uh, you know, more to the end of the show. So if you want to share your thoughts, um, how your expectations were broken uh, when um, broken. by by this week's by this week's E3, uh, you can you can send us uh, send me send me a DM on Discord. So I'm KC. Uh, join us on radiose.ga slash discord radiose.ga slash discord and then click my name I'm over there somewhere click KC send me a DM and uh, tell me you'd like to come on the show and I'll send you a link to our uh, Sega Lounge server and you can join us and share your opinions on this week's E3 events uh, and news and lack of news as well and whatnot. And if I might add, and if you don't have Discord but you want to still join the conversation, you can use the hashtag the Sega Lounge on Twitter as well. I myself am be monitoring it as well as KC as well. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. So join <laughs> us there and tell us. Uh, someone, someone says. So Aaron says, "I'm tuned in. I hope to be pleasantly entertained." Oh, oh dear. Maybe, um, kind of, yeah. probably. Okay. <laughs> isn't isn't that cute? <laughs> but it's wrong. I mean, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's not like I do a uh, news section every yeah. couple of so, weeks. <laughs> so Aaron, this is just for you. Well, isn't that cute? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so join us on Discord or yeah. tweet at Radio Sega. And without further ado, because we have guests waiting to come on the show, share it. It's time for the news desk. Uh, which reminds yes. me, I forgot to import uh, the, the, the intro <laughs> for the news desk. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought I had yeah, everything. We'll do it live. I, yeah, yeah, you know, we'll do it live. It's the, it's the. I, I know you still have the transition, so I have I the transition though. That's 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 something uh, everyone should look forward to. So yeah, but uh, we can, we I can do something like dun, 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 news desk. <laughs> so that's <the> <laughs> okay, hi everybody. Uh, we're not going to do a special intro this time because of all the commotion on the, the beginning of the show. But welcome to the Sega News Desk, where we talk about every goddamn con confusion at the world of Sega, and of Sega as well, from the community. And this time, this is an E3 special episode, where we're still going to tackle all the news from the past week or so. So we'll start right off with the announcements. And, and with, with the correct bad music as well, yeah. Just a sec. Exactly. I noticed. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Oh, there we go. Alright, starting off, uh, Sonic Forces has gotten a lot of updates before and during E3. So, first of all, there is a new Sonic Forces music track, which is for the custom hero character, which by now we know as an avatar, and we all know it has lyrics on it, and we'll probably play it next week since we <laughs> I forgot to request that. Lucky Good me. job. <laughs> so that will be later on during the show. But speaking of Refri as well, although this is the last day, we have our lineup. Of was, Sega was, is that a, is that a new uh, news piece? So I think we should. We'll consider it a yeah. news piece. Yeah, yeah. So so sorry. <laughs> there we go. 
There we go. Uh, Total War Warhammer 2, Total War Arena, Sonic Mania, and Sonic Forces were on the West Hall on, on the side of Sega, and Yakuza 6 and Yakuza Kiwami were also on there. As well as 14 Sentinels Aegis Rim, which is a game from Atlas that I obviously I haven't heard of for a while. Also, there's also three highly anticipated 3DS titles, which is Etrian Odyssey 5, Beyond the Myth, Radiant Historia Perfect Chronology, and Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey Redux, which they changed the name for the American release. I noticed that. Yeah. Also, this is the next news piece. Oh, obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of pre-E3 news, Sonic Mania also got a new update uh, after the the announcement of the release date, where Chemical Plant Zone is now in the game as well. Obviously featuring a new, mostly a new track, thanks to T. Lopes. Uh, Chemical Plant Zone is featuring a bigger look into the factory that's also in the in the game. And that's also going to be featured in Sonic Forces, because I noticed that in some gameplay features. And segueing into Sonic Forces again... Uh... Yeah. There is a new trailer <laughs> and key art for Sonic Forces, and explaining both the new enemies and all-star villains. Mostly they showed Dr. Robotnik, which for some reason brought back the, the boss type from Sonic 1, and suddenly Egg Dragoon. I will never get that on the classic stage. And they showed as well as Chaos from Sonic Adventure, Shadow from Sonic Adventure 2, Metal Sonic from Sonic CD, and Zavok from Sonic Lost World. And they also featured a new antagonist in Sonic Forces, which, by the trailer, is going to be called Infinite. For now, the game is slated for holiday, for holiday 2017, and it's going to release on the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And now, we're gonna go to the updates and recent releases. After a, a crazy tease by the Crazy Taxi Classic, Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire released onto the app stores way back in the end of May and in the beginning of June. And as we spoke on the beginning of the show, uh, the Prestige is basically telling you to go and join them instead of using the Ratchet conglomerates. Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire is on the app store and Google Play right now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And this yes, is me is. just I know. buying time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Night Trap, the 25th anniversary edition, has a new gameplay video that was released recently on on their YouTube channel. Basically, it explains the interactive movie game's new interface and a cleaner video and audio. As a reminder, this game was the hallmark for ESRB's rating system being too violent for children and, and young teenagers. This game will be released this spring on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And Switch. Sorry, I had to drink that because doing this live is tiring. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, a few weeks ago, and this was before my break because of my exams, Sega Forever was looming around in social media. And this is teased to make it as retro as possible, as there's been press packages being sent, which features a Sega Forever cassette and some tracks from older Sega Mega Drive and arcade games. Which makes us believe this is an actual mobile service coming soon to every every mobile device out there. So who knows? Yeah, I, 
I, I think I have it on good authority that it's something you know for mobile. I have to say, but uh, I'm uh-huh. not sure. I'm not quite sure what it is yet. They they tweeted again today. Um, yeah. The, oh, that's the other thing I mentioned. They also did yeah. make an Instagram and a Twitter account. Yeah. Featuring the new look of Sega as well in mm-hmm. some of the trailers, and just some random like teasing images. Like on the Instagram, they were featuring the Comic Zone artbook or the art of of Comic Zone, and then the cassette itself. So. Who knows and, what that might be? And the uh, the Master System controller today, earlier today. So, oh, so yeah, that's actually uh, pretty new. I I saw the image, but I didn't associate it right at yeah, that instant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and to finish off with Sega Forever, let's so, switch to the most unfortunate news of the C3. Sh- should I should I do this? Maybe, <laughs> maybe yes, <laughs> because Yu Suzuki, even though he wasn't Addy for you, as we know from two weeks ago. He unfortunately had some news to share about Shenmue 3 on on the week of E3. So, Shenmue 3 has been delayed to 2018, beyond its t- December 2017, but it's now scheduled for the second half of 2018. The shock, the horror. The, <laughs> the awe. Uh, Yu on the Kickstarter update has said that he knows that we are all eager and anticipating the release of Shenmue 3, Although, we, they have to delay the release. And by utilizing new technologies, they have been able to discover new possibilities and, and expressions. Which is a good sign, so... What means is, we ha- we're gonna have a better Shenmue 3, and hopefully a better story, because I really want to know what that, uh, what that character they revealed a week, few weeks ago is going to influence yeah. <laughs> in the story of Shenmue. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, basically, what, what, what this means is that uh, Shenmue 3 is going to utilize blast processing. So, yay! <laughs> Extra blast processing that's going to feature <laughs> on the Dreamcast. Oh, sh- oh, okay. We're not going to mention the new Sega console that might not come soon. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. Not too soon. Spoilers. Spoilers. But, yeah. so, instead of that, let's play this. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, Total War Warhammer 2 has a release date now. It's going to it's going to be released on PC on September 28th. Now it's going to feature four new playable races, and those who pre-ordered the game right now for from an approved uh, I don't know who an approved Sega retailer will receive they will receive a race pack DLC for Total War Warhammer. This will add a new race, two new legendary lords, and more units and mechanics. And of course, the game will be re-released. Re-release, not re-released. Released <laughs> on September twenty-eighth for PC. So many, so many re's. Yeah, re 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 and re 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 will go to the updates right now, since it's mostly extras from the Sega community and from Sega themselves. And we're starting off with first four figures, which have announced a new beautiful Sonic twenty-fifth anniversary statue. This, of course, is featured as per usual on the first four figures as a standard and the backlit edition. And it features classic Sonic doing the <laughs> the definite loop uh, definite loop from Sonic CD. And it's it's gone from pre-orders right now from since June 6th. So if you if they're still available, you can pre-order them right now. Yay, it's yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. I I know. I need. I don't need to be silent, but I need to catch my, catch my breath first. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. And finally, we 
last week, uh, or at least two weeks ago, uh, Valkyria Revolution's main theme has been detailed as to how it was composed. And since its release is imminent, we have a look from the composer themselves. The game is now re-releasing on June 27th for PS4, Xbox One, and digitally for the PlayStation Vita on North America, and will be released on June 30th in Europe. And this is the news for this week, finally! <laughs> uh, of course, I've been chatted, I'll still be here on the show because I'm stuck here. <laughs> and you can still follow me on Twitter at DarkwindPT and on Twitch at Darkwind underscore. And back to Casey. And just because I can. <laughs> and also because I can, let's play some Valkyria Revolution. Uh... Exactly. <laughs> We're going to play the new main theme, which is yeah. Azure Revolution. It's playing right now. Uh, but yeah, so um, what, el- what else to say? So we, we have a lot of stuff coming up on the show. Uh, next up, uh, we have uh, a music break with not this exactly, but uh, a request by Shedded cruising together from Night's Journey of Dreams. And then we have our own review of Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire. So if you're curious about the this new mobile game by Sega, uh, feel free to stick around to listen to that. And when we come back, we have uh, a couple of guests, uh, you know, a couple of good friends of ours, to talk about E3. And this is so lovely. I have no idea what she's saying. She's probably <laughs> cursing us all or something. Which is nice because she's got a lovely voice either way. Yeah. That is true. She is she has an enduring voice at least. Yeah. So, <laughs> so stick around, this is the Sega Lounge. Uh, we'll play, uh, play cruising together and we'll be right back. This is the Sega Lounge. <laughs> this is the Sega Lounge. Sega. <laughs> we'll be right back. Folks. Yeah. <laughs>
the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Hey, 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 it's time to make some crazy money. Pick up your car keys, throw them out the window, and sit on your comfortable office chair. Are you ready? This is Radio Sega's review of Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire. First of all, let me say Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire seems to be the first game of a new era for Sega's mobile division. They have a dedicated community manager for mobile games only, Danny Russell, their PR seems to be on point, and they've hinted at some news for the near future. Now, as you know, I'm not the biggest of mobile gamers, but what I am is a fan of Crazy Taxi, and Gazillionaire does a great job in immersing you in the Crazy Taxi world. A couple of offspring songs, some of the characters you know and love from the original console games, and similar locations, and you're good to go. This is, in fact, Crazy Taxi. However, instead of having you driving your yellow cab around, using touch controls like in the mobile port of the original, or even the on-rails experience of Crazy Taxi City Rush, Gazillionaire puts you in charge of a taxi company. Yes, this is a clicker game. That could be enough for me to say it's a disastrous experience, but quite frankly, it kinda works. As I said, Demiurge Studios did a great job making you feel like you're inside the Crazy Taxi world with a roster of crazy characters, some nice little jokes and even in-game stunts by the various drivers you can hire for your company. All you have to do is click the passenger icons and have your cabbie drive them around the city's 12 different locations. Same thing for the stunt icons and the very occasional multiplier icons, which boost your fares for a brief period. As you earn more money, you have the chance to unlock better drivers, which are also more expensive. And as you progress, you can and should upgrade the rides, which gets progressively more expensive. Every once in a while you'll get a scratcher and after a few hours wait you can unlock new drivers or a chance to upgrade their abilities. And this is my main problem with the game. There's way too much luck involved in you progressing in Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire. If you get some better drivers through the scratchers, you'll be able to make some more money more quickly. If not, you'll have to wait several hours or even days to make a decent amount of money and upgrade your company. Being a free-to-play game, you obviously have some ads, but it's nothing major. From time to time, the game will give you the chance to double your earnings by watching an ad, but you can choose not to. The only exception to this is your fuel meter. If it runs out, you'll need to watch an ad to refill it, but it's a small price to pay to make your cabs run full speed again. Especially when, right before the ad, you'll see a mention to fictional sponsors like Golden Facts, Virtual Biters or Knuckle Sandwiches. To sum it up, Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire does an excellent job in immersing you in the Crazy Taxi world. It's free to play with little hassle caused by ads, however it's just an average clicker. Much of your success is left to chance and to the skill of the cabbies you unlock in the early stages of your playthrough. You should definitely try it if you're a fan of the series, at least for the jokes, and since you're making money even when the app is closed, you can pick up and play for a few minutes every once in a while. 
Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire is a free-to-play app available for iOS and Android devices right now. Kudos to Danny Russell at Sega for the great PR. And that's it. That's our review of Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire on uh, iOS and Android devices. Uh, you know, just try try it if you want. Uh, it's not you know, an amazing game, but it's you know not a bad game that's either. All right. It's all right. It's all right. So welcome back to the Sega Lounge. I'm here with my co-host uh, Shedded. Hello, Shedded. Once again. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I am nobody. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, yeah. Same here. Uh, but we have, uh, you know, really great people here. We have, uh, let's welcome Dylan Cornelius. Hello, Dylan. Hello. Good to be on. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's awesome to have you back on the show. So, Dylan Cornelius, we, we all know you from Sega Does, uh, the most crazy project ever known to man. Uh, so tell us uh, in in few words uh, what you're what, what you're trying to do, Dylan. Remind everyone of that, please. Sure. Uh, so Sega does is a blog that is currently um, covering every single game that's ever been released on a Sega console, from the SG One Thousand to the Dreamcast. Oh, and I've been doing this for about three years now, and I've covered all of sg1000 about half the master system and we're right now we're we're into the uh the genesis or mega drive uh and the game gear uh those two are the the prime ones right now so uh it's just not stopping <laughs> just keep going <laughs> so and uh, you're probably the yeah. most insane person uh in this room right now in this you know virtual <laughs> room <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I don't know what compels me to do it, to be quite honest with you. Um, but uh, sometimes the desire wavers, but I just keep going, and eventually it comes back. So, uh, plus, it's it's given me a bigger appreciation for Sega uh, over the years because I grew up a Nintendo kid. Yeah. So this is kind of like a <laughs> oh, okay, in, that's an addition. In addition to a crazy experiment, it's also kind of a, a lesson to me. It's like getting a glimpse into an alternate reality mm -hmm. uh, that I never experienced as a child. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been fun. Yeah. Hashtag yeah, Segeducation. Really education. <laughs> yes, but, exactly. Yeah, that is an interesting project, especially from someone who actually, I grew up with Sega and I already knew, okay, this, this is the company that I want to support for years to come and yeah. knowing from someone who was with Nintendo from most of the time and then seeing the love that Sega brought during the, their time doing consoles and and their own games uh, it's it's interesting to see and I really like the project that you're building here yeah so, oh, thank you yeah and I miss <laughs> let me just say I miss Nintendo and Sega as console maker well Nintendo's still around obviously but but I miss Sega as at least as rivals yeah I miss yeah. that too <laughs> yeah there's so much more creativity there uh, than there is today I mean Nintendo's pretty much the only one keeping that uh, yeah, keeping that, yeah that spark of creativity alive I know yes yep totally so. agreed totally agreed yeah 
Okay, awesome. And we also have uh, Sexy Sexy Graham. Hello, Graham. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? So, Graham from Sega Nerds and Megavisions. I forget. So, you're like the European editor of Sega Nerds and no... I, I, yeah, I don't so know. Yeah. You have all of the titles, so I don't know. You're yeah, the man. You're the man. Uh, yes, let's go with that. I'm the man. Yeah, I like that. No, I just, <laughs> oh. yeah, uh, <laughs> Sexy ambassador of sexiness. Uh, Stop it now. Exactly Stop. No, keep, keep going. I like it. I like it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome Graham. Welcome to to the Sega Lounge right. as well. So, hey guys. Um, I, guys, it's it's great great to have you back on on the show. Um, so th this week we we've had uh, well we're still having E3. Uh, it's still going for a few more hours, yeah. but um, I think most of the announcements um, are are over and not much news left to to share with the world. I think. But uh, I'd like to know your thoughts on, on this week this week's E3, this year's E3. So uh, before we, we dive into specifics, in general, what did you guys think of this year's uh, edition of E3? Let's start with, with you, Dylan. Yeah, so uh, I think early on uh, there was this kind of sense of like, oh, this is it, huh? Like, uh, uh, no, no surprises. Um, You know, no real sense of excitement, unlike previous years where Shenmue 3, you know, uh, was announced and um, Final Fantasy 7 remake. And I think that was last year. I don't know. There was some year where Sony just came out of the came out of the gate with like three or four huge announcements that no one expected. And there was nothing like that this year. I think the biggest thing early on was Microsoft's announcement of backwards compatibility with the original Xbox games, which is fantastic. Uh, I think that was a really good move on their part. However, I also think it kind of underscores uh, the, the fact that there isn't really a lot to play that's new on Xbox One that isn't coming out on the PS4 or Windows 10. So um, they have to take what they can get. But as far as... But when, then when it got to Nintendo, I was pretty... I was keeping expectations low and thankfully they exceeded those uh you know it wasn't a whole lot of games i didn't expect but announcement of like metroid prime 4 i really wasn't expecting that um some of the games coming out in 2018 like the new yoshi and, and kirby games i mean i guess we should expect those but uh they looked good and so you know like i said i'm a nintendo fan from way back and i'm really just happy to see them It feels like they're succeeding and they're, I don't know, it's just good to see them thriving now because it was a hard few years in the Wii U era mm -hmm. where it just felt like they just were plodding along and the 3DS was like the only thing keeping them alive. And that was really depressing. <laughs> when they, I know. Uh, so, so it's nice to see Nintendo thrive again. And, and uh, as far as like Ubisoft and EA and that sort of, that, those sort of uh, just kind of the companies, um, I was the most interested in Bethesda's, uh, just because I like the Elder Scrolls games and the Fallout games. Mm -hmm. um, and Wolfenstein 2 looks good, but any, you know, nothing else really stuck out. So I'd say overall, you know, if I had to give it a rating, I'd say maybe a B minus. The only thing that really elevated it for me was Nintendo's presentation. Uh, I am looking forward to Sonic Mania, as I imagine most of us are. Uh, oh, even Sonic Forces, I'm not, I'm not as 
uh, down on it as a lot of people. I think it has the potential uh, to be really good. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to those two. But I haven't really heard much about Sega games this this time. Have they had a conference? Have they uh, been doing anything? They, they just <laughs> had a, a couple of stands there, so no no yeah, big conference anymore, sadly. Okay. Sadly, or, or maybe yeah. not. I, th- I think that's the right move for them. Nope. Yeah. yeah. At, at least for now. they save money, basically. Yeah. They are saving money. And they didn't have, like, any huge announcements. Uh, I don't think we were expecting any like we we so we've had a, a roundtable episode last week and uh, uh we we we, mm-hmm. did, we fantasized about uh, about a, a few few you know dream announcements by Sega but <laughs> I, I don't think we we realistically <laughs> expected anything to come out of uh from Sega a- at least not from from Sega themselves maybe in in other companies conferences like Sony or something but yeah. uh, turns out they, they only had the games we already knew they would have. Uh, they had a, a few uh, great trailers for uh, both Yakuza games coming out, Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza 6. They had some new uh, trailers yes. for uh, Sonic Forces, some gameplay videos for uh, Sonic Mania. That's about it. They had Total War, Warhammer, so yeah. But we, we already knew about those projects those games so nothing you right it's cool i think that's true yeah especially since yakuza 6 and kiwami were announced at uh, playstation experience yeah so it was just like they're going at the a3 okay we have these already live so yeah. they're not doing much so no- nothing new there but you know that's okay true. i think that's okay what about you shed what did you think of this year's e3 you know, generally oh, speaking <laughs> Okay, let me think. Let me put my thoughts in perspective right now because I've been watching, of course, since the since Saturday, and I don't know. I expected more of a surprise because coming to the C3, I was as I was saying earlier with uh, Dylan, I expected more surprises, and because I had no idea what was going on in this E3, in, in, not even nothing from Microsoft or or Nintendo or Sony as well. I only knew I only knew stuff from Nintendo because they did a Pokemon Direct a few days back because of Pokemon Tournament and the announcement of Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but that was about it. Um, I'll admit I expected more from Sony because okay, Sony has been for two years in a row before the C3 has been blowing everything off the park with the the Shenmue 3 announcement. The Final Fantasy remake, and actually next year with uh, Windjammers and other few announcements, even Last of Us 2, which was mind blowing to everybody. Um, this year they only had one surprise at best. I don't know. I felt like Sony just wanted to save more of their announcements for their yearly event now rather than E3. Uh, so that's why I thought they were putting a, a back battle on the most surprises for their own event. Which is why I thought Shadow of the Colossus, when it was announced, it wasn't... I was expected to feel happy, but I just felt, okay, uh, a HD remaster, okay. That's good. <laughs> but uh, to be... Now for the positive stuff, what I was really overwhelmed of was Microsoft's, to be honest. I, was, I didn't expect them to have a good show. Especially since it was mostly towards Xbox One X, and and it is a beefy console. 
but most of their announcements were either games that we had no idea they had dates already, like Crackdown. I had I had been waiting for that for a long while, mm. and basically Dragon Ball Fighters, which was which, despite being multi-platform, it was just the announcement that said, "Okay, we're gonna have this exclusive right now." And yeah. Nintendo's was obviously Nintendo's. I didn't see them their spotlight live. I saw it afterwards, but I really thought, okay, they have it on lockdown. They have the right announcements for the Switch. They only want that as a spotlight, and then we'll announce the rest after the show, which was a pretty good move, to be honest. If they want to sell the Switch better than they did with the Wii U, that's the right move to go. Which I think they already did, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did with the uh, the pre-release announcement uh, during the during January, but I think this was another right move because there's not a system seller yet. At best, you have Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart 8 and not much else for the Switch. Mm-hmm. So doing this and with ARMS and Splatoon 2 releasing in the next couple of months, mm-hmm. I think, okay, they're, they're going to have a, at least a good time with the Switch rather than they have the, with, with the Wii U. And yeah. to cap it off, of course, my biggest surprise was Beyond Good and Evil 2. I was extremely happy <laughs> with Ubisoft. And especially... And I'm going to do a controversial statement here. Dun, dun. I actually liked Mario Rabbids. Wait, wait, wait. I really wait. liked Mario Rabbids. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> because there, there's one of two things that I, I found most interesting about Mario Rabbids. Of course, mixing Mario with the Rabbids is an odd move. But the gameplay itself actually sold it to me. Mm-hmm. Like making it a tactical RPG, like XCOM or uh, other games of the same type, it's the basically the right move instead of making it silly mini games and just hanging around doing a platform game. Yeah, and that's why I found it interesting and refreshing for Mario and Rabbids, and that's why I'm actually looking. I'm actually looking forward to that, to seeing more of that actually. Yeah, and, and it'll, course, it'll be yeah, out soon, I think. Uh, August yeah, or something? Yeah, next August? Yeah. August 29th. Yeah, I think so. So, and of course, I'm uh, talking about Sega, of course, they were. I was expecting them to have uh, Total Warhammer and uh, and Yakuza Kiwami. And, and I'll admit, Sonic Forces was an interesting one. I thought it was going to be a special... It was going to be boring at best, but after seeing a little bit of of more gameplay of it, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more of a Generations 2, which is not a... It's a good and a bad thing at the same time. But it's mostly good because it, it still adds more stuff they can do with both the graphics and the gameplay itself. And the Avatar stage was pretty decent. I expected it to be not a mixture of 3D Sonic, or modern Sonic as they're calling it in the game, but I think they're doing the right move there. and. I'm not as hyped as Sonic to Sonic Forces as I am with Mania because after what they after the things they did in the last couple of weeks, Sonic Mania has been pretty much sold to me already. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We'll see what, how how the next few months will go after E3 because overall it was not surprising, but it was interesting to see companies trying out different things and trying out different aspects of announcements and games to be coming out in the next 
in the next period between 2017 and 18. So I don't know. I felt okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's. Uh yeah. I, I think I think that's that's a good move by Sega. Not not having uh no having revealed everything. No new announcements. Outside. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. They they already uh we already knew what. Yeah, they because had. they already they already releasing Valkyrie Revolution this next yeah in two weeks actually. Yeah. So then. And you, and Total War Warhammer will be released on September, so they have their own release release schedules already fixed. So mm-hmm. if they announce something new, and if Sega Forever is actually a new thing, like console, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no. They, they have some very interesting stuff coming in the next year. Although I do wish Sega did more than just PC tactical rpg series i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll see, see we'll what see. sega has stay tuned stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> all right what about you graham thoughts on this year's e3 some general thoughts Ooh. um yeah go on. um i i okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna i guess i'm gonna break it down by company as well um yeah. so for me sony um i i, I think i was a like some other people said, I'm not not so. I was a bit underwhelmed by them this year. Although I am very excited for Skyrim VR because I love Skyrim and I, yeah. I thought playing that in virtual reality sounds really awesome to me. Uh, so I yeah, I know. <laughs> And I forgot about Bethesda I'll, and a few others, but I'll admit Skyrim VR could be interesting, and Doom as well. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> I like yes. I like to see Doom in VR. To be honest. Yeah, exactly. I think some of the VR stuff could be really cool, and that's what VR really needs. To I think that's what Sony and other companies need to do. They need to actually get, I guess. Yeah, they need to get up. VR sellers. Since yeah, exactly. Consumer, consumer based, consumer based VR system at, at the time. Yeah, because right now most VR games they're sort of I guess custom made for VR, which is fine, but people aren't so excited by them it seems so getting on board really cool games i think we'll get more people into vr and yeah i hope to get the ball rolling which would be really awesome um, exactly. yeah and shadow of the colossus uh i think that's quite the same i like i love shadow of the colossus that's one of my favorite playstation uh, uh, 2 games but i think that's the same as like oh that's cool but i wasn't like oh my god or anything. yeah like, oh, I, cool. think, yeah, I, I think everyone cool. reacted that way i think yeah. <laughs> like, exactly it wasn't like the the one from from two years ago where okay we're dropping a final fantasy 7 remake okay everybody cheers applause or, or, or the last the, guardian <laughs> everybody runs it's, outside it's an hd remaster of an hd remaster yay <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They've already done an HD version. Yeah, it's just like I know this is meant to be better. But at the same I, I think time, it's, it's like, a, a <laughs> like a remake, not so much a, a remaster. But a remake, okay, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, yeah. yeah if it's not like a sequel. If it's like a sequel or something in uh, like another Shadow Colossus game, like a whole new experience, I think that'd be better. But yeah. it's still cool. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty cool, and it'll introduce new people to the game, I guess. Um, going on to the Nintendo. Um, I also was quite interested by the Mario slash Rabbids crossover game. I thought that actually looked pretty cool. Um, I, I think I needed to see more gameplay. I only saw like a tiny bit of it, but I thought, ah, oh, that's quite a cool idea. I sort of read a bit about it and thought, that seems, yeah, that seems pretty good. Um, yeah, like, I'll admit, uh, when they announced it before they showed gameplay, I thought, why? Why are you doing this? Please, <laughs> no, please stop the presses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, after yeah. the gameplay, I I thought, okay, this might be an interesting game after all. That's- yeah, it's, it, I think it could be a fun game, especially to play with you know friends and stuff. I think it could be the perfect Switch game, basically. You know, they're trying to promote multiplayer of the Switch, and I think that this looks like it should be a really good game to do that. Exactly, um, especially since Reggie during the spotlight was like, oh. We're going to talk about the game, like okay, but we're going to game on the Switch, by the way. We're not gaming on other platforms until Rocket League comes out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's the basics of Regine right now. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and also I think I was the same as everyone else with the Super Mario Odyssey trailer. Like, what the hell's going on? Uh, yeah, it was really <laughs> like, like I've seen some fantastic memes about that. <laughs> Like okay, let's take over, let's take over the taxi. And okay, I'll be your Uber driver for today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I just lost you guys there for a second. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, was oh yeah, there was a meme I saw that had um, you know how people get uh, a link confused with Zelda and stuff. It sort of said, "This oh, is yeah. this is not this is not Zelda. This is Link." And then they oh, yeah. they had. This is not uh, Metroid. This is Samus. Uh-huh. And they said, oh, "This is no. not Mario. He's just a plumber." And then they showed the hat. It's like that is Mario. Conquer the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that as well. <laughs> I saw that. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just it just seems mental, and <laughs> I, it could be good. I I'm gonna have to reserve judgment. I think. I think it's one of those games that it could either be amazing, or I could just get out and play it and be like, I, "This is just mental. I don't get it." Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, going on to Xbox though, I personally was very excited for a lot of Xbox stuff. Um, I was pretty excited for the Xbox One X because I think that's something that Microsoft needs to have because exactly. the, the current Xbox One, it's it's really good, but it's underpowered compared to the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4 Pro. And, you know, every time there's like a, a, a multi-platform game that comes out, everyone compares the PlayStation 4 to the Xbox One version. There was like, yeah, lower resolution, lower frame rate, you know, worst draw distance and stuff so i think microsoft needs to have something like this to so that developers would like the xbox one x to be its um go-to console to go hey check out our game it looks amazing in 4k and stuff you know so i think that's what microsoft kind of needed um whether it'll sell or not we'll have to see i'm pretty excited for it though um especially since minecraft will be in 4k for the first time (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the game waiting for that's the the system seller (laughs) right there Yeah. Uh, also, very excited for the backwards compatibility. I think that's that's cool, and, and like maybe hopefully yeah, get that, a Oh man, that was a huge announcement for them. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that, and finally, people can play Jet Set Radio Future because I know yeah. people on other platforms that that always said I need to play Jet Set Radio Future, not the HD remaster, and this will be a huge opportunity for those who didn't play Jet Set Radio Future ever like me yeah in fact there's for all sega fans out there there's actually quite a lot of uh sega games on xbox original that were exclusive like pants dragoon Auto, shenmue exactly. two even uh, <laughs> yeah um there's oh god I can't, and oh, especially Gun i'll run Gun two and... i'll run two was one of them as well with the daytona usa track yeah problem oh, yes, problem yes, with uh yeah. outrun two is um is the licensing 
Uh, yeah, that's true. But the last uh, thing with Ferrari. I actually, I actually uh, read a, an article on on Seconders by by Chris, by Chris Powell, mm-hmm. and and he mentioned that, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So that's not really likely to happen. We 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 see uh, we're seeing uh, Outrun two uh, on um, oh. on Xbox One X. Yeah, because you can you can use Xbox discs, can't you? I'm sure I read somewhere that you can actually put. Yeah, that, that's discs, true. But, oh, so yeah. could they make it so that you can, if you've got the disc, oh. then it could work? Maybe I don't know. So you, you can't you can't buy the game now, but if you have it already, you can like play it on the Xbox One X. Is that what you mean? Maybe that's it. Yeah, well, maybe. 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Makes um, sense. If you have it already, yeah. you can unlock it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Oh. Um, mo- moving on as well. Um, sea of Thieves. I think Sea of Thieves looks awesome. I don't know if anyone I saw the game. I love Sea of Thieves. That. To be honest. Yeah. Like it's yeah. The- okay. I'll admit there's been two pirate games that I wanted to see real as in reality. One was Call and Bones from Ubisoft. It was <laughs> interesting. And then Sea of Thieves was like blowing it out of the park. It was super interesting on seeing that. So you like Especially pirates with then? Being an MMO pirate game, yeah. You like yeah, pirates? It, 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 it surprised me because I wasn't expecting the whole thing of being able to swim underwater and stuff. Like I'd seen some early gameplay stuff, and it was more just the ships on the water. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But it's like you can actually go and explore islands. You can go underwater. Stuff yeah. Chase you. You kind of have to all work together to man the ships. I was like, that is a really cool idea. Like, why has no one done this before? Exactly. <laughs> and you can shoot yourself out of a cannon. Yes. <laughs> that was like, sold. I'm sold on this. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't take itself too seriously, which I think sounds really good. And I saw one of the ships sinking and stuff, and people were like, I gotta go, I'm sinking. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it looked really cool. Um, I'm also excited for Anthem as well. I don't know if anyone saw that as well. Yeah, it's yeah. not Xbox exclusive. But, <sighs> I don't know. Like, Bioware has a weird track. After Andromeda, okay, it was their experiment of Anthem, basically. But I don't know, I'm expecting to see more instead, to be okay. honest. Because yeah, I wasn't, enough. like, excited for it yet. But I really liked the jetpack, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what sold it to me. As soon as I saw the jetpack, I was like, yes, I, 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 I would take this. <laughs> um, and uh, just two more, I think. Uh, Ori, and the, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, Yes. The original Ori is actually probably one of my and it's probably my favorite game this generation. I freaking love that game so much. I was like, when I first played it, I was like, this is amazing. Uh, it's kind of what I'd love to see more of and really happy exactly. they got a sequel. And the announcement for it was like spot on. They just yeah. needed the, yeah. the composer on there and the people who were ex- especially that new Ori from the get-go, they knew, okay, this is going to be the one, the best <laughs> announcement and I'm going to cry. Go, get me my bucket. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, oh my God, it's so heartbreaking. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, I was also kind, I was actually quite uh, happy to see um, Sumo Digital working on Crackdown 3 as well. Because um, that was kind yeah, of a bit of a surprise, surprise announcement. Too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, um, Steve Lysett from Sumo Digital was like, uh, like tweeting and like putting on Facebook, like, oh, I've got a surprise coming for E3. Can you guess what game we've been working on? And then Crackdown 3 came out. I was like, whoa, that's cool. Uh, I really enjoy the Crackdown games. They're not the best games in the world, but I really enjoy them. And it's just kind of cool to see them behind it because I think Super Digital were really good. Um, yeah, do some great true. stuff. Especially, um, there is one game from Simul Digital 
that I like because of its creativity, but it's really hard. Snake Pass is like impossible oh, God, to yeah. play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got that, and I was like, this is amazing. And then I got like a few levels in, it's like, this is bloody hard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, some of the digital is are okay devs, I'll admit. They also did Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed, yeah, exactly. so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's kind of like a nice little Sega tie in there, the fact they've worked to do some great stuff there. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Sega, I guess. Just, just yeah. Um, Sonic Forces, I'm. I, it's exactly what I was expecting it to be, uh, which is like. Mm-hmm pretty much every modern sonic game in a way like um you're running in a straight line and it all looks beautiful uh, but all the robots look the same you're like you're using your lock on attack to bounce off things and to be honest i i think it's going to be i think it's going to hold up well it looks like it plays very well but it's not for me i'm just not a big fan of that style of modern sonic um i, I know some people are which is cool um that's awesome but yeah i think i just not i don't like the way sega's taken sonic in that respect uh mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed Sonic Adventure. I think that was the last Sonic game I loved. Like, uh, yeah, uh, but Sonic Mania, yay! Uh, I think it looks really awesome. I'm really excited <laughs> for Sonic Mania still. Um, I, I played a demo back in the summer of Sonic last year, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. And I saw more of it, and I was like, yep, yep, still looks good. I'm still happy. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, oh, and. This wasn't actually E3, but it was announced during E3. You know, um, I think did you did you guys did Radio Sega get a Sega Forever uh, cassette thing? Not KC. yet, but I I, ba- I blame um, the Portuguese holidays. So we had two Ooh, holidays this yeah, week, so that's I'll, right. I probably uh, won't get it until Monday. So, but I, I uh, think I'll, I will get one since good, I, good. I, I, I at least good. got the the water bottle, bottle and and the, the smints. So. Oh yeah, the crazy taxi. The yeah. crazy taxi yeah. ones. The, pre- yeah. the prestige invites. Since, yeah. <laughs> since yeah. you recently just quit that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But so, yeah, Sega Forever. Um, yeah. What could it be? What could that's, it be? That's cool. Um, if if if, no one, if people don't know what we're talking about, um, Sega sort of kind of teasing this new mobile service, and they sent out to press and uh, some fans uh, basically a cassette uh, of all like classics sort of eighties. Uh, Sega games like Outrun and Space Harrier and stuff, and it's a really cool little um, sort of little tease for the games and stuff they're looking at doing on the service. Um, yeah. We still don't know the full details of the service, but it's kind of exciting. But they didn't do it at E3; they did it outside of E3, which is a bit weird. Um, I mean, they, I thought they were going to do an announcement at E3, but so far it looks like they haven't. Um, they've only got like a few hours left, I guess. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's my round. hours, like they're gonna yeah. pop like a <laughs> surprise <laughs> announcement, and then boom, yeah. the Sega Forever. Thing, as everyone's walking out the door. Oh, by the way, guys, check this out. <laughs> One more thing, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, you have your cool announcements. Okay, hold my beer. We're gonna reveal something cool. Yeah. Today. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna reveal Shemu HD. We're gonna do reveal this. <laughs> no one's, no one's at the show floor anymore. Wait, guys, we have one more thing, and then. Uh, wait, I had a sound effect for that. Ah, missed opportunity, but okay. Uh, <laughs> like the crickets, the crickets. Ah, yeah, but yeah. Wait, we have one more thing. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I think, I think personally, I think Sega Forever um, is going to be something that will be gradually announced. So we'll, they'll have like, if it is uh, indeed a, a streaming service for retro games. Uh, they'll probably have like 
various I don't know, stages uh, when they'll, they'll be announcing you know like several packs of games gradually or something I don't know judging by some tweets mm. by some some of the tweets uh, one of the tweets by Danny Russell is also um, the the Sega's mobile community manager uh, he said the, the the story hasn't even begun yet or something um, so oh, no. I, I think they're, they're planning something big when it comes to PR so we'll probably be getting a few more packs on the mail in the next few weeks and uh, cool. they'll be announcing different things that's that's what I think but I'm not sure but yeah we'll see we'll see yeah. We'll see in the com- in the coming weeks. Uh, Viper says, "Daddy Russell? No, not Daddy Russell, but Danny Russell." <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, maybe we can call him w- when we have him on the show. We'll call him Daddy Russell. Remind me. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, really quickly, um, my my own thoughts on on E three this year. Uh, I from from one to disappointed. Um, I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> Uh, I have to wow. say, um, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that bad. I think, but it, you know, uh, it, I think this is one of those years where you know most companies are just uh, looking at at stuff that they've already announced and uh, teasing some stuff that they'll be doing in the future. Not not nothing too yeah, original that's what I, and new. I think that's what I feel as well. Yeah. Like, uh, Personally, uh, personally, the... my my okay. favorite uh, conferences were uh, Nintendo's and Ubisoft's. I always say Ubisoft, but I think it's Ubisoft. I don't know because um, <laughs> they're French. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I think those were the, the best ones. Uh, Sony was a, uh, was really really disappointing for me. I, I was ex- expecting more. I actually fell asleep um, oh. <laughs> midway through the the, the conference. <laughs> Uh, you know, to, to be fair, it was uh, you know it was two a.m. It started at two a.m. my time, but uh, uh, I hey, I, it isn't as worse as Bethesda's. It started at five a.m. and I slept entirely through it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I only saw like when I wake, when I woke up, I like okay, it's six yeah, a.m. Yeah. I completely but missed I, it. I was expecting okay, more from it. <laughs> from Sony's, but uh, I actually woke up uh, right at the start of the Spider-Man gameplay video. Which I'm really excited oh, about. I'm really excited. That's one I forgot. Actually, for that, for Spider-Man, Spider-Man game it's by Insomniac, so it's gotta be good. I think it no. looks amazing. But, and this uh, is why. Yeah, but, I'm sorry, Casey. I'll, you'll continue this soon. Um, basically, the Spider-Man. The reasons why, why I'm excited about the Spider-Man game is basically they're picking up where Amazing Spider-Man 2 tried, uh-huh. and doing that all over again, putting the Spider-Man 2 for the PS2 and the GameCube games, the mechanics of it back into that mm-hmm. and making it as beautiful as possible. And that's why I'm excited about uh, Spider-Man on the PS4. Yeah. Okay, you can continue now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I- I'm excited as well. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I-, I think we will get into more detail when we, uh, after a quick break. But yeah, basically, I don't think, I'm, I'm not as, ex- as excited for uh, Xbox as Graham. He's a, an Xbox fanboy, clearly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Someone's gonna be. Come yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. What I what I, what I um, took from from that conference was um, guns, guns, shoot, shoot, violence, die, die, kill, yay, 4K. Um, <laughs> that's that's my my. But 
I you know I graphics aren't as big to me as as they once were. I think I, I think I'm uh, getting old and uh, I, I'm you know gameplay before graphics and and fun before graphics as well. And yeah, I'm not true. sure if they'll... That, that's why Sea of Thieves looks like such a repeating yeah, game. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sea of Thieves Forest. looks, looks Those nice. Games games. I'll admit, I was only interested with Microsoft, not only because of what you said, Casey, because it was shoot-shoot, bang-bang, etc. But because most of the games, if not, well, all, are going, are going to be on PC eventually. That's why I focus mm. more on oh, yeah. what they're doing for microsoft and their own platforms yeah and and pc as well that's why i liked what microsoft had to offer mm -hmm. uh, and there is one indie game that i was really excited for that was announced on on the microsoft conference uh last night was beautiful looking like it was beautiful looking mixing pixel art with uh with 3d it's an interesting an interesting concept, but I really want to see where that goes with in terms of the gameplay. I think I think th there's there's some controversy with that one for some reason. There's uh, a, a, a really I, mean, I, I haven't I haven't read or heard much about it, but I, I saw some people people on on my timeline uh, complaining about something something story related. I think. <laughs> but I'll say this in terms of not going into the controversy because it's not. In, it's not needed to be mentioned here, but my concept, my context of it is: if you don't like what what the game because of the person, just don't get it. To be honest, just enjoy the game as it is. Oh, it's, it's be because of who's body. making the game, is it? Yeah, it's. Oh. Yeah, exactly. But oh, if you don't like what they're doing, just don't get the game. I guess that's my take on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh. Okay. So you just remind me, there was one other game for Xbox that wasn't shooter type thing, which looked quite cool. It was Super Lucky's Tale. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Tales Advent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Super really Lucky's like Crash Bandicoot. No, not Crash Bandicoot. No, sorry, not. Uh, Tales Adventure. Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie oh, yeah. kind of style yeah. looking game, if that makes sense, uh, or Conquer even. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I, I saw some people there. saying Conquer. No, it's not. Conquer. That's what I said. I said like, oh my god, is it Conquer? Oh no, don't do this. Then I saw it was a fox, and okay, it's it's probably Tales Adventure, this one game. yeah. But yeah. possibly <laughs> Tales Adventure. <laughs> Tales Adventure. Okay, Tales uh, in Adventure 4K. Two. <laughs> god damn it, Aaron was right. Okay, so um, we'll 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 talk about that in a bit. Um, right now we'll just to a quick music break uh, when we come back we'll have more on E3 by you guys and maybe we'll have some people joining us as well just maybe asking some questions or uh, telling us that we suck because we do this is the Sega Lounge <laughs> on Radio Sega stay tuned we have music uh, as requested by Graham we have Rise or Fall from Fantasy Star 2 which is a great track Ooh. so let's let's play that and we'll be right back we also have a, a request by me afterwards. Yay! Enjoy.
some blast processing to your day. This is Radio Sega. Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic 1 on the Mega Drive. Indeed, this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Welcome back, everyone, uh, and welcome back, Hi. our guests. Hello, hey. Shedded, Dylan, and Graham. Uh, so we had that, and we also had a Rise or Fall, the Jap- Japanese version uh, from Fantasy Star 2. Not sure if that was the one that you wanted. They're fairly, fairly similar. Yeah, that, yeah. Graham. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, it was the one. Yeah, uh, Dylan was was sharing something interesting about PS2 uh, on 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 the the Discord chat. Uh, so you you played Fantasy Star 2 last year, right? Yes, all the way oh, through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, I've never grinded more in any game ever. <laughs> uh, so grindy. More grinding um, than Jet Set Radio. Yes. <laughs> wow. And yeah, more grinding than Sonic Heroes. <laughs> it, uh, I, it's one of those games, like, I love grinding, I want to say. I like old school uh, Dragon Warrior games, uh, well, Dragon Quest, but Dragon Warrior on the NES and, you know, early Final Fantasy stuff, but this was another level. I mean, you, you couldn't Welcome go to the next more level. than a... Exactly, <laughs> uh, you, you couldn't go more than a few, a few inches without... Uh, not only getting into battles, but it just felt like the enemies just got harder really fast. So you'd always have to be grinding. And then if you wanted to, you know, get get all the armor and, and all the the stuff you needed for the next section, you have to grind some more to get some get some uh, Masetta. Uh, it's just oof. It was it was hard. It it did not age well. Although it is very uh, ambitious for the day. For sure, but uh, yeah, too too much grinding, I think. <laughs> oh, I yeah. yeah. Okay. I, so I, I can't get past the first dungeon in the original Fantasy Fantasy Star. I keep trying and I keep failing. I I, I feel like <laughs> as soon as I go into battle, I die. I'm like, I don't know how to hurt anyone. Like I've got weapons, I can't hurt anyone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're just standing there, like, okay, what do I do? Okay. Yeah. Oh no, like, I didn't hit anything. <laughs> Yeah, I must. I must be doing something wrong. I like. You're probably facing the wrong way. Miss, miss, and I die. (laughs) You're you're, you're hitting the wall, not the monster. You need to. Yeah, it's probably what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Those 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 modern 3D games. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My God, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, we're back. E3 talk. 
um, what's left to say? So let, let me just share some of the things I, I, I liked about this year's E3. So as I said before, Xbox didn't really convince me, uh, you know, uh, to buy an Xbox One or an Xbox One S or an Xbox One X. Or (laughs) (laughs) these are actual. Reminds me of this one username. (laughs) Like the name of it, they remind me of like the ones, the one usernames with X X X. Yeah. For example, widow only X X (laughs) X. Perfect. Uh, For example. And uh, yeah, so these are the actual names of the the console modules, uh, models actually. But uh, yeah, Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X. Um, yeah, very nice. Uh, tongue twisters, I right it's there. Confusing. I, 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 I'm not convinced. I don't think I'm, I'm gonna get one. Uh, at least for now, not yet. Haven't seen anything that, that appeals to me. I have to say, but I think they uh, the, the backwards compatibility announcement was you know on point. That's that's something. That's the best thing they, they announced through the entire conference. Um, and I think that's where Sony's failing right now. They're not caring too much about backwards compatibility. I don't think Sony's wrong, <laughs> I have to say. I, I didn't think uh, people would be as excited for uh, backwards compatibility as they are. To be honest, but I think that's that's something that they, you know, apparently they listen to the the people and yeah, so that's that's good for them. Um, on on Sony's conference, I I liked Spider Man, yeah, uh, that was the, the the best one. I'm I'm excited yeah, for uh, the new Uncharted uh, Legacy, I think it is um, game because I I love Uncharted, mm-hmm. but that's. That was not <laughs> something that was new, so yeah, who cares? I don't uh, know. It I, was it was acceptable, but we already knew that it was coming soon, especially since the game is out on on the twenty first of August, yeah. if I remember. So yeah. it's it was just thrill for thought, like okay, this game is going to uh-huh. be re- released soon, but here's the trailer. Yeah. So that that's why I thought it was not that special, uh-huh. but of course it looked beautiful as yeah. an Uncharted game. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get that, but you know nothing new there. Um, <laughs> for from uh, Ubisoft, I, I liked Ubisoft's conference. I'm not a big a big uh, Ubisoft fan, especially from the most recent years. I like uh, Rayman a lot, but apart from that, uh, I I'm not really excited for Assassin's Creed. Not really a fan, but uh, I can <laughs> see why people are. I think. I no. mean. Okay, I'll admit, I wanted to like Assassin's Creed, but it's just not appealing. Like, especially with Origins being talked about during E3, I thought it was just another Assassin's Creed. It didn't have any gameplay mechanic that convinced me saying, okay, I may want to try this. Especially with the Eagle Vision, that's by far the best one, but it's not a, a game seller to me. So kill, that's why kill, I'm kill. still skeptical. <laughs> uh, like, I'm an eagle. I'll get your eye out. Boom! Ah, ah. Uh, no, please, not the beak. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I, th- I think that was interesting. But they, they, they were on point with Beyond Good and Evil too. Not the game exactly. Not sure what to think of the game. I really uh, liked Beyond Good and Evil One. So yeah, uh, seeing two finally announced is, is great, but it's not exactly what I was expecting. So I need to see more. 
but uh, yeah, at least I heard it was a prequel. If yeah, I it's a prequel, but it's it's a bit different in a way, and it should be because it's the 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 first one was released so long ago, so like 15 years ago or something. So it should be fairly different, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes out of that. And I really enjoyed uh, seeing um, what's it called, Mario Plus Rabbits? Is it? Uh, exactly, Kingdom Mario Battles or something. Yeah, so so I really I really enjoyed uh, seeing that, uh, especially since the the creative director was uh, crying when uh, <laughs> Miyamoto <laughs> told him he did a good job. So that was aw, that was the aw moment. Uh, yeah, we're like, okay, I got the approval from Miyamoto. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna work on Nintendo. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, I, I think that that's probably a, 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 an interesting title. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get it, but uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that. Um, as for as for Nintendo, I, in my personal opinion, that was the the one that most appealed to me. So that's, I think that was the best one, just because of that. Um, I loved seeing some some of the things that they shared there. I think they focused on what they should have focused. So they just kept it simple and straight to the point showed the games and the, it, the, the whole thing wasn't even mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes long it was like 25 or 26 minutes long but it did the job and I think that's that's what it should have, should have been so well done Ninty um, I'm excited for Mario Odyssey I think it's going to be a great game really nice what they showed both in the in the spotlight video and the, the treehouse uh, you know, uh, segments of the show as well. So, really excited for that. Definitely going to be a good game. I don't think, I don't think you know, anyone's expecting it to not be good. So, um, yeah, <laughs> basically that's, that's what I think. I think Nintendo did the best uh, job, especially since it's, it appealed to me. And um, yeah. Uh, Ubisoft came second, I think, and uh, Sony and Xbox didn't really appeal that much to me, but I can see why. Uh, I, I think one, one of the things I, I said the other day um, on, on Discord, uh, we were chatting about this, mm-hmm. and I said this. I think it's nice that for the first time in a long while, we know exactly what kind of gamers uh, or what consoles uh, each kind of gamer should get. So. If you like like uh, sports games and FPS games and whatnot, you should get an Xbox One X. You know, maybe a PS4, but mostly an Xbox One. Um, okay. If you like, you know, uh, old school fun, fun, fun games, you should get a Switch. <laughs> and somewhere, <laughs> I think P- PS4 is somewhere in the middle. You know, can exactly. you know appeal to like- both types of gamers, but. Uh, I'll admit, I only got a PS4 because obviously it was so. Uh, it, besides get, being given to me, um, <laughs> I think it was. It's the perfect bridge between uh, what they're releasing in terms of FPSs, f- sports games, and etc. But it also has refreshing stuff in in its pipeline. Mm-hmm. For example, Res Infinite was beautiful on the PlayStation 4, and. Most of all, they're re-releasing most older games, and they are they're keeping it fresh. Mm-hmm. Like Parappa the Rapper, it, it got recently updated to 4K. Mm-hmm. It still is a fantastic game to this day. And it's like their bridge. It's like they know what, what the consumers for the PS4 want. That's why it's in the middle terms for me. 
but I really would love if I got the Switch. I mean, I really have fun with that. Yeah, the Switch, the Switch is great. Yeah, I, I really recommend it, um, especially for multi. Not not just for that, but for multiplayer. I got my wife playing games that I never thought I, I would, <laughs> just because it's so easy to set up anywhere and use just yeah. Joy-Con. It's it's really really great for that. But yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think Sony needed to announce uh, new you know uh, new stuff uh, either. So I think they they have a, a lot of great stuff that they uh, already announced in in you know the last couple of years and whatnot. So. I think they're all set, mm -hmm. so I don't think it was that bad for them to just do a, the, the kind of conference that they did. Uh, so I think people are still waiting for some, for some, uh, some, some of the games that they already announced. So it's good. Yeah, mm -hmm. especially uh, Marvel Infinite. I mean, okay, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm gonna run about this. People don't like a, the graphics on that. Forward. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm gonna say this: Marvel Infinite needs some work. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But so, yeah, yeah. What about you, Dylan? Best and worst thoughts. Um, best and worst. Uh, definitely best would be would be Nintendo stuff. Um, it really. Not all of it resonated with me. I'm not a big multiplayer guy, so so the idea, you know, arms, Splatoon 2, Pokémon tournament. I don't. I mean, that's great. I think I'm glad they're doing that because they're attracting new new players. Uh, so I'm glad they're doing that. But I'm just not really that interested. But everything else, you know, the Mario Rabbids game. I can't stand the Rabbids, but I'm kind of with everyone else where it's like the gameplay looks awesome, uh, and I think I'll just suck up my pride and, and play it anyway <laughs> whenever I get a Switch. Um, I also like, as I'm getting older, I don't have time to play games so uh, as much as I used to. Uh, and so I like the idea of like one solid release a month from the Switch. And I know Definitely. a lot of hardcore gamers don't like that, but for me, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, that's still probably too much, but that's okay because... They're going to flesh out their, you know, they're going to have indie games. The virtual console is going to come, uh, you know, they're going to have stuff. They're going to have more stuff. And I think as the Switch continues to just sell like crazy the rest of this year and hopefully into 2018, uh, third, third parties will kind of step up their game. And, uh, you know, we're already seeing Rocket League. It would not surprise me uh, if Overwatch was in development for the Switch, you know, even if it was visually downgraded. I that thing would blow up so hard to just oh. be able to take Overwatch with you wherever. Um, that would be pretty amazing <laughs> from Blizzard, but I mean, we can we can only hope, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not a big multiplayer guy, so it doesn't bother me if it doesn't come, but I just, I think as, as the obvious, like, as it's obviously selling like crazy and, and having, uh, you know, Sony's got it made with the PlayStation 4, right? They've already... I don't know if they've shipped or sold 60 million units. It's some obscene number. It's ridiculous. They don't. They don't really need to boost the PS4's profile anymore, uh, which is why I think their conference. Another reason why I think their conference was kind of underwhelming. It's like, what do we need to do? You already know whether you want one or not. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's yeah. the, the PS4 Pro's out, the VR's out. It's like we have all this stuff. You know it. So, you know, here's more of what's coming. But, you know. 
I don't know. So, so Sony's got their thing unlocked, but I think Nintendo is just uh, on fire, at least from a business perspective. Even if I don't mm-hmm. like all the games I see, I just I'm appreciative that that they're finally doing some doing the right things, <laughs> but <laughs> for for themselves, you know, just so they will stay afloat as a company and they're diversifying and. So I yeah I would say Nintendo's the the best by far and as far as as far as the worst you know what it is it's just modern gaming in general um, I'm just not mm. a fan I'm just not really a fan of modern gaming which I guess is would explain why I'm doing a big Sega project and I have other ideas as well to delve into different different consoles um, but it's all it's all stuff from the past because I kind of feel like unless you're a big indie gamer. Um, creativity in games these days—it's there. It's, it's never going. It's, like, it's never going away. But but I, it feels constrained by a lot of budgetary issues. And you know, is this going to sell? We don't want to. We don't want to put it out there if it's not going to sell. Whereas before, you know, you look at the Genesis. Uh, you look at all the hundreds of games that released for that thing. There's some weird crap in that list, and you're like, <laughs> that game probably sold five copies. Like, Especially. who bought it? You know, and and there's nothing like that really now, except on maybe like you know Steam or you know indie games where one dude worked on it for a couple of years and then put it out there, and uh, which is fine. That's not really my thing. Uh, but yeah, it's just it, it depends on the type of person that will consume the product, basically. Exactly. There's more options for gaming now than ever, but I also feel like so much of it is just kind of the same thing done over and over again. So it depends. That's kind it of... has some it's some of its moments to be honest. Like oh sure, for me absolutely. Recently, uh, Thumper, which was a rhythm violence game that came out last December, it was the most creative thing I've seen in a while. Even though mm. it was just pressing a button, but the visuals and I still need to get that the for the overall Switch. gameplay. Oh, please get it! It's yeah. really amazing, mm. and it felt refreshing for a rhythm a rhythm based game, and it had an, a really hidden story, and I thought that was really great from that team. But I agree with you. Like gaming today is like, okay, it's saturated with, okay, modern in general, modern, and. It feels like most creativity is not there, which is why I'm expecting more of the likes of Nintendo because they're the most creative outlet out there today. Yes. And I don't know. I just wanted more, more stuff like more creativity from other companies. That's why, from for example, I'm I was mostly excited about Dragon Ball Fighters because it grabbed a concept of Dragon Ball. Applied it to the, de- the original developer's other game, Guilty Gear, and made it a beautiful-looking game with me- interesting me- fighting game mechanics. And I don't know. Maybe one day we'll see creativity rise up again, but that'll take a while before they say, "Okay, you can work with us. Just release any crap that you want, yeah. <laughs> and we'll probably sell it on the store." That's what it needs, basically. And I don't want to make it sound like the retro era was just beautiful and there were no issues because there are totally oh, no, no. To- so many bad games in the <laughs> in especially years you know, past. Yeah, especially yeah. since we but also had that, a there was a... version of Wonder Boy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there, there was uh, you know a, a certain innocence when it came to to even to gamers, right? So we. we... It was all new, so I, I think that's why we 
we're not really that surprised by anything anymore because we've right. seen most of it already. So it's it's really hard to be creative when there's so much st stuff that has that has been done in, in the the past. So I I don't know. I think it's it's we're getting older. Uh, and, right, <laughs> and yeah. so nothing and surprises so much left anymore. To explore. You oh, know, there's definitely. so much left to explore, like in the in the older realms that we didn't have access to. Oh, for sure. Back in the day, yeah. you know, and like uh, through the magic of emulation, which is a dirty word that shouldn't be. Um, but yeah, so I think I will always be interested in games. Uh, and probably Nintendo, and and I'm excited about Sega. I really hope that you know it seems like they're they're taking steps to kind of improve their brand uh, a little bit uh, compared to the last you know decade or so. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope they they continue in that vein, and I hope that um, oh man, I would love I would just love a, a Saturn something, some sort of Saturn emulation, some. Uh, just uh, expanding beyond the Genesis, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, th yeah. I think th there's not much love for uh, for the great games that came out on on the Saturn. There's a lot of love for Dreamcast. They they have re-released games that were on the Dreamcast. There's a lot of love for Genesis or Mega Drive games, uh, but we should actually mm -hmm. see some some new releases or some some HD treatment given to, to, right. to certain games or something or maybe just release them uh, as they are for like the Switch or PSN or Xbox Live or something much exactly. like they did for for uh, Garden Heroes for example which was great oh yes yeah I've seen yeah. Garden Heroes back up again yeah. Yeah. and Burning Rangers please why haven't yes. why haven't somebody did that already like <laughs> I've been waiting for, to play that game for centuries Sega, what do you want about? <laughs> I just want putting ranges on. No, they're, they're, they're working on Shenmue HD right now, so they can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true, I guess. Okay. I can accept that. So, what about you, Graham? Thoughts, best and worst. Ooh. Okay, um, I think. Uh, well. <laughs> I think the best for me is still Xbox, with, especially with Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I'm just so excited by that. I just think wait, it looks wait, wait, beautiful. Wait, I think it's wait, awesome. Wait, wait. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> you should hold that button for the next thing I'm about to say. I think the worst yes. is Nintendo. Wait, wait. Um, oh, what? I... <laughs> 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 Here's the thing, I actually disagree with some of the stuff. I don't think Nintendo is that original anymore. I think they are they are producing I think what you part of what you guys said was true that you can sort of tell what by what game you are, what platform to go for. And I do think Nintendo makes great games still. I think the Switch has mm -hmm. like has definitely got its um, gamer base there and they make really fun games and looks really cool and stuff. But I mean, I don't think I've seen a very original title come from Nintendo for years. Um, most of their games don't seem that original to me anymore. Whereas, sure, you could argue the same with uh, Xbox and PlayStation, but at least they're trying to push uh, gaming in different ways. Like Sony's doing VR, for example. I mean, Microsoft's playing a bit of catch up at the moment, but they are they are messing around with things like Sea of Thieves. They're doing a bit of both worlds. With they're trying to put both the Xbox universe with. The Windows universe, so they're merging at least releasing yeah. both games on Microsoft and and okay on Xbox and Windows 10 basically. 
yeah, they're, they're, so they're trying they're trying to do the whole uh, you know cross play and stuff. Yeah, play mm. anywhere, and um, you know it's it's they they I think both Sony and Microsoft with their consoles, especially, they're trying to push things further. That when you do have an old game, like for example, Shadow of the Colossus, we we mentioned it's called mm. they're, they're kind of making an HD thing. Mm. These older games they can push them further and make them better, basically. Whereas I'm finding with Nintendo. <laughs> They are making sequels to games and stuff, but I don't feel that it's getting anywhere. Like, uh, I haven't like I haven't really enjoyed the Mario games that much since um, like GameCube days, I guess. Like, uh, the sunshine, <laughs> I just, I know. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like I've kind of gone off them. Um, and Mario Kart as well. I do love. I still love Mario Kart, but I feel like like that's why I love Sonic the Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed. When that came out, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I felt yeah, because new, it felt refreshing. Fresh. Exactly, yeah, and I find with Nintendo, like, I mean, Zelda, um, Breath of the Wild, brilliant game, and they did take the se- the franchise in a completely different direction, really, but it's still, they're still, they could have, they could have actually given that, like, a different name, it could have been a different franchise, there could have been a new franchise, because the way it's so different, but they're kind of kept in the same world, and, and I think for a lot of hardcore Zelda fans, they didn't like it as much, but, like, RPG fans kind of did. Like, that's, what you, I, because... that's what I found, really, to be honest. Like, wait, Breath of wait, the Wild was you're... refreshing. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Sound the alarms. <laughs> Don't this Breath alarm. of the Wild, please. Okay. <laughs> Not on my it. show. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, oh, Breath of the Wild was kidding. really refreshing. But you, you know, you know, um, I, I, I get what, where Graham is coming from. I... I I, I don't really agree, but I, I, I can see where it's coming can, from. Can you can you give me examples of some really innovative games that uh, Nintendo has done um, recently? Splatoon. Like I, I could be missing them. I like. could Splatoon? name one at least. Splatoon, yeah, Splatoon. Splatoon is a is a, a shooting yeah. game. It's not. It's they've coloured it up and but stuff. But they did it as a. An oh, I see. I see what I see. It what works you're for saying, the Wii U, so. basically. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So you, what you're saying is something. Totally new, right? So something that no mm. one's been done before. Back in the, de- back in the day, it's never been done before. Earlier. Yeah, because we brought this up earlier when Sega and Nintendo are battling it out. Both companies yeah. seem to be doing their uh-huh. own thing. They're trying to go different ways. Completely refreshing games. I mean, you could argue that we come so far in the industry that it's, it's like movies. Yeah. It's hard to come up with a completely original idea for a movie. Especially, but, especially since but, there's always the the financial aspect to it. So it's you can't risk too yeah. much. Uh, yeah. For risk of losing your fan base, or you know, people not getting the idea. So, part of what happened with Sega was that they, they pushed the envelope so yeah. far that they actually uh, w- weren't making any money, and that's yeah, not exactly. good. So <laughs> they were so innovative yeah. that uh, yeah. so no one thing. got the idea. I don't want to see Nintendo do that. I want Nintendo to stay here. I want them to be around forever. Yeah, I want them to but I, th- I think I, what, I what they're doing stay. when I say they're, you know innovating and stuff i think there's uh they're um you know putting or picking different ideas and putting them together in in a fun way i think that's the what i mean by being uh innovative i think not really Hmm. trying something completely new like even arms isn't completely new you had uh you had we sports and the boxing games so it's just like uh they're, they're, you know, they uh, worked on the, the idea of uh, a motion sensor boxing game and 
That's give it fair. the arm yeah, like, the thing is, take, take a, but take it's a fun game, you know um, it's fun so i think yeah, I, i'm not denying i'm not denying they're fun i'm going to say this i think nintendo still make great games i still still think they're fun just um, it's just the same thing over and over and yeah, over I feel like yeah and while you can still get enjoyment out of that i don't feel that they're pushing the industry mm. forward really the, yeah. the switch is a cool idea i like i do actually that's one thing i do like the idea of the switch you know a console that you can plug into your tv mm. or pick up and just go outside that's an awesome idea yeah but the it's it's i know power and graphics aren't everything but with the xbox and the playstation they are pushing things forward so you can make more in-depth games mm -hmm. like bring it up again but sea of thieves just coming off coming off e3 is still fresh in my mind uh -huh. that pirate games aren't completely original they've been pirate games since the genesis days basically but this is the first time i've ever seen a pirate game where you can literally be a pirate you get in the ship you control it you go underwater you can go adventuring and stuff and i think in that regards they are pushing things forward with new ideas in that the games are developing further if that makes sense I think I think I Breath of the Wild is that for Nintendo, actually. I think. Yeah, okay. you know, I can. I think it is because you can go anywhere, you can do things, whatever way you See, want. That, that was the thing. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong. It's just they basically took an amazing idea for an RPG, but they dressed it up in another Zelda game, which is fine, I guess. But as I'm saying, for hardcore Zelda. And like, loved, like even the other 3D Zelda games, they've taken everything that was basically Zelda away from it, other than some of the characters. But the gate, the the it being an RPG itself is mm -hmm. brilliant. The fact that you can climb anywhere, go anywhere, that blew my mind. I was like, this is this is it. This is awesome. Oh, it's an amazing but game. For me, I, it wasn't. It's I, not I, the best. I, it's by far not the best Zelda game. I think. I want to. I want to meet Graham halfway here and say <laughs> I totally agree with. You know, it's like when you're watching the Nintendo Spotlight and you're going, oh, look, there's Kirby. I feel like we've played five Kirby games in the last, like, three exactly. years. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, like, so I totally... And, like, Yoshi, I thought Yoshi's Woolly World was the second best Yoshi game next to Yoshi's Island uh, on the Wii U. It was fantastic. Agreed. So I was kind of surprised that there was another one coming so soon. Yeah. Um, which, and I was, I'm excited for it. Uh, but, but it, you know, back in the day, it felt like Nintendo, you know, late '80s, early '90s, was just like popping out good games left and right, and and new franchises and new ideas. And now I kind of think they have to. They're looking at what's working with like, you know, I kind of look at Arms as like a mix of Punch Out and Overwatch. And what I mean by that is, you've got the colorful characters that you want to relate with that you want to figure out exactly. okay who's going to be my main you know and like and but then you've got the boxing you've got the motion control because for whatever reason they want to push that down our throats uh <laughs> you know you've got that sort of thing uh so i think arms even though it is a boxing game i think arms is their like kind of plea to modern gaming is like okay we're gonna meet you halfway it's not an original idea but it's a it's a new take it's it's new for them in a lot of ways, um, and that being said, you know, brand new ideas. I mean, that's just getting harder and harder to do. And I do wish Nintendo would kind of branch out a bit because I feel like the last franchise they came out with that I really thought was amazing and I enjoyed was Animal Crossing on the GameCube. They're yes. a, a brand new franchise. So it's so good. 
But they, even yeah. with that franchise, it's the same game over and over. Yes, There's like yes. hardly any, you know, uh, iterations to it at all. Uh, so, but but would people uh, want something different from Animal Crossing? I do. I don't know because <laughs> they they tried to stray a bit away from the. The from formula the with, like, with the Wii Okay, version. we'll do a Mario Party game with Amiibo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's not you an Animal put, Crossing put, game. That's the one. You, the you, Amiibo you Festival, whatever, was not a, yeah. a, a, an Animal Crossing <laughs> game. It was just a filler. Just <laughs> filler just game. Okay, Animal Crossing. Let's get it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but they they did the the City Folk one for the Wii, and people didn't quite like it so they strayed a bit away from the original formula it wasn't that different but people disliked it so yeah but you, you just brought up the fact that Nintendo had tons of new sort of different franchises out on like this Nintendo yes days and that's kind of why I would like to even if it's not complete so sorry Graham you're they, cutting you're, up there for a bit no, you're cutting off a little no no that's not good yeah ah. you're back um, so Maybe I'm just talking too fast. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you, you mentioned that like Nintendo had uh, all these like original franchises back in the Super Nintendo days and, and NES days, like uh, lots of franchises. And I think yeah. even if they weren't to release a completely brand new franchise, if they went back to some of the older franchises and just resurrected them, because they've kind of done what Sega's Sega's fallen into the trap of. They found that Sonic games were selling really well, so they made tons and tons of Sonic games. Right. And everyone, yeah, everyone's yeah. standing out like you said earlier. Where's Burning Rangers? Where's, where's they did so many amazing franchises back in like, you know, all the way from like Genesis, Saturn, uh, Dreamcast days. They made tons and tons of great franchises, but they sort of stopped it. But I'd like to see more of them come back. Um, and same with Nintendo as well. And they don't have um, to be these super high budget games. You know, I think hmm. they need to scale down because the older games that's why they were able to be so creative because what is it, a team of five or ten people working on one game for a year maybe you know that's mm -hmm. that's yeah it's a, could be a little more expensive now you know 25 30 years later but but it's still not i mean breath of the wild that thing must have just cost a fortune you know it's not you don't have to make a game that ambitious and and If, in other words, if Nintendo and Sega want to experiment with either their older stuff or even newer stuff, why not make some smaller titles, but then give them a little more promotional push? Because I feel like part of the issue is there's so many games out there, it's hard to know what's what's good. And I know Nintendo did experiment with some stuff on the, like the 3DS with like Dylan's Rolling Western, I think was it was called. It was some little in little title, mm -hmm. and it was I believe it was developed by Nintendo or one of their second parties, and very few people knew it existed because nobody really talked about it. So, uh, and I heard it was really good. So, you know, if you're going to do stuff like that, they have to inform the general public. And I think because now they have the general public's attention with the Switch, whereas they didn't <laughs> with the Wii U. Oh yeah. Hopefully, going forward they will start to experiment more especially as the cash starts coming in uh that would be my oh definitely hope. but but that's that's a good yeah. point i think uh the reason most indie games or, or you know some indie games um are you know sell well and people love them and talk about them is because you know they don't have a really big budget they're not they don't need the the the, the you know the 
power of, power of 4K graphics and whatnot, or PS4 Pro or Xbox One X, Xbox One. Uh, they don't need that because they don't really have the budget to create something so big and so detailed. So they just go with something simple but original, creative. And that's what bigger companies should do as well, instead of releasing like AAA games. Um, release a triple-A game that appeals to the mass public and then, like, give some some money to a, a smaller team to try something new. And yeah, maybe it'll sell it, and it'll work, and maybe it won't, but you, you won't lose that much exactly, money on it. But that sums up to one thing. It's the risk-reward situation. Mm -hmm. And most triple-A companies don't want to do that. I feel like they know that people want new stuff, But they don't know if if it's gonna sell. That's why most projects get shelved under the radar. And especially, I was surprised by by EA last year when they announced Unravel. That was a beautiful yeah. game, and was and it was unexpected from them to release such a a good game, especially from a small <laughs> indie team. <laughs> especially considering how EA EA's fame is. <laughs> um, But it was surprising, and it felt really good to see a refreshing take on something that that new from a AAA company. And I'll, I believe that in the coming years it won't be that the case, but I really hope that someday AAA, AAA companies can invest on some indie companies or developers and say, okay, we're going to risk this, we're going to use your idea, and then we'll, we're going to release it with you. And... I don't know. Maybe one day we'll see that creativity on console as well. So I, we're, I have, we're not... I have to mention there. That, that's a good point, and uh, I have to mention um, Don't Nod, which is a studio that uh, made. Um, I can't remember their first title, uh, but it was uh, a great one. I uh, can't really remember the name, but it had something to do with memories and stuff. Uh, oh, okay. And, uh, and then they did Life is Strange, which is one of my favorite oh, games. Oh, yeah, I remember. Of all time. I it's, need it's, to play that too. It's a bit different from you know, traditional... The, the kind of games that I usually like, but it's really good, uh, especially story-wise. Uh, mm -hmm. And also, I have to say, Life is Strange Before the Storm uh, it <laughs> is, is one of the... What the other games on, that they announced on, on E3 that surprises. I yeah. I really want, especially since now I know that a, a good friend of mine is working on that game. So uh, didn't oh, know that nice. before today, yes. but yeah. So I'm I'm definitely gonna get that. But that's that's a good example of you know Square Enix for all the the bad decisions they've been making in the last few years. <laughs> uh, investing in uh, Don't Not games is, was a really good one. And, you know, sm yeah. a small team that. Has a, I don't uh, now remember who Dotna was. I think they also did remember me, like for Capcom a few years back. Oh, and yeah. that was that was a that was an okay game, but I, they they also knew that it didn't sell well. Mm -hmm. So that's why that's why that. I thought okay, yeah, remember maybe me, yeah. they'll do something good soon. But it, it was good to see a refreshing take from from Dotnod and from Square to support that, and especially since it's probably the the idols division of Square Enix so <laughs> okay so uh, we have been talking for a while now yes we have <laughs> so uh, and I said some people could come on the show so we, we still have to come back and have them on the show as well so let's just take a quick yeah. music break uh, so 
who who wants to pick a track to be played? Um, Graham, any, right, anything? Right, one. Yes. Me again? Yeah. What? <laughs> Feel free to. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Something, oh God, anything. Um, um, oh, outrun uh, sound shower. Okay. Yes. Magical <laughs> sound shower. Okay. Yeah. We, I don't think I'm gonna play the whole thing, but uh, we'll play okay. at least a bit. Uh, which which version? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mega Drive, Mega Drive Arcade. Uh, let's go Mega Drive. Okay, let's. Play <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's play that. So we'll play a bit of Magical Sound Shower uh, from the Mega Drive version of Outrun, and we'll be right back on the Seg Lounge. No, just for some some final comments. Stay tuned. You're listening to Radio Sega. <laughs>
magical sound shower from the uh, Mega Drive version of Outrun as requested by Graham. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. And now we're joined by uh, another guest. Hello, Jamie. Hello. Hello. How hey are you yo. doing? Hey, Jamie. All right. So, Jamie, thoughts on this year's E3? Well, it was for me this year. Obviously, I can say being a Nintendo fan, they would mainly draw my attention. But I was also looking forward to what Sony obviously have to reveal this year. Like, uh, obviously, from from coming from Sony, one of the games I was looking forward to most was uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. Spider-Man was a really yep. good reveal, to be honest. So, what what did you think? I, uh, uh, from the terms of what we saw the gameplay, I could I could feel a lot of inspiration from the uh, Batman Arkham games. I'm okay. That's one thing I've been seeing on social media as well. I s- don't see much of it as an Arkham game. I see mostly as a mixture of Amazing and the original Spider-Man 2 on the on the, play, on the PS2. I see that as a mixture. I think it's on the terms of like the the stealth combat mechanics, like you could do in Batman hard in like higher locations and then swiping for the uh, kill, so to speak. I think oh. you already were able to do that in, in Amazing Spider-Man as well. But yeah, I think yeah, yeah I, I, I get what you're saying. That. But yeah, we got it. We, uh, I, yeah. At least I I know because I recently played Arkham Knight not too long ago, and I can see where you're going with that mm-hmm. and. Oh, I see. I see it as mostly Arkham-ish. So, so again, again, nothing too original, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but that that's not necessarily bad. Original the character. Remember. Do not steal. <laughs> original the gameplay. <laughs> okay. What else? What else, Jamie? Yeah. Come on, Jamie. Go on. Uh, uh, Metroid. Uh, the Metroid Two remake on the 3DS. Mm. Uh huh. It was. Uh, it was actually a surprise because at that, at that time when they announced it, I'd missed a bit of E3 and it was a surprise to see the return of uh, uh, Samus and Metroid as a whole because we had that terrible, was it, Federation Force last time. <laughs> yeah, last year. But it, and it was a shadow announcement since yeah. most of the spotlight was focused on the Switch. That, that's that something. That's something that I think Nintendo did very well this year as well. So they not only yeah. so they, they did the, the the spotlight video and they focused on the Switch, and then uh, for people who were you know uh, you know engaged enough with with, the, the, with Nintendo to to watch the the Treehouse live streams, they announced a couple of other things as well. So like that sushi game as well. With yes, the, the funky that, the funky music. Oh, that was. <laughs> that, uh, was it? It's a puzzle action game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, really nice. So, but yeah, but it apart from that, I think they they, they did good with that. They focused on the the switch for the spotlight video, and then announced some some things for the 3DS, which was nice as well. Yeah. I was. Su- I was surprised that there was showing more for the 3DS because I would thought now it'd be a dying system, but it's looking like it's got a couple more years left in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The 3DS isn't going to die down that that soon, especially with Switch around, because even though the 3D the, the Switch is marketed as a portable console, as in the whole, the 3DS is still marketed as your own personal home for portable gaming. So mm-hmm. I, I feel that Nintendo won't leave the 3DS that soon. 
especially with the 2DS coming out soon. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting the new 3DS uh, XL X coming soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the new Nintendo 2DS 3DS XXL. <laughs> yes, X extra extra large. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with the next, yeah. Okay, so uh, worst worst things about this year's E3 for you, Jamie? Uh, worst thing for me do, uh, was probably me over expecting a certain announcement. I was uh, hoping Nintendo would announce the uh, SNES uh, classic. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. But okay, I s don't see that being announced at E3. Because they only announced Nintendo Mini, uh, the NES Mini, like way down later in the year. Mm -hmm. Because they never did, they never did a big announcement for those types of electronics. But I do wish uh, the SNES Mini was announced as well. Yeah. I just wasn't like saying, okay, that will be an announcement in the spotlight. So, yep. Mm -hmm. But did you have Agreed. any more uh, worse things, Jamie? Any more disappointments? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the, that's the thing for me this year. There was nothing to be disappointed with. I was surprised about that. Oh, okay. A, yeah, really you nice. know, if you keep your expectations low enough, you'll never be disappointed. <laughs> my, my most surprise of all this year, though, was Sonic Forces. Uh, as in a good surprise or a bad surprise? Good, good surprise because from what I saw it last time, like uh, the, was it the Green Hill gameplay and everything? I liked the should we say modern Sonic segment, but I wasn't looking forward to the classic Sonic segment. That's why I was mainly aiming leaning towards Mania. Yeah, I can see that. Um, the one the one section they showed on the direct was, to be honest, it was poor. Like it, it didn't show much and. People showing like the Green Hill, it caused the whole "Oh my God, they re rehashing Green Hill again" debacle. And I don't know. I felt like it was for when they showed it, but I feel much more happy with the classic section right now. Yeah, my case wasn't wasn't the fact that it was rehashing it. It was just the one thing I hated from that Forces gameplay was the uh, music because it didn't feel like it belonged to Green Hill. Yeah, but. I mean, it was. It would probably be a placeholder music. I thought it was at least. <laughs> or maybe think, not. Oh, that's gonna be. Oh, please, Casey, don't do this to me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They've been showing. You know, they've been. Uh, all the videos yeah, have been. been showing the game. Yeah, they've yeah. been showing the gameplay and music. So I think maybe it'll mm. be that. That's the final. Kind of. I don't know. Oh, Tani. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Thank you oh, so much Anna. for joining us on the Sega Lounge. Um, I thank you for having me. And uh, enjoy the rest of the us. show and the rest of your thank weekend you. as well. Bye-bye. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. So that Bye. was Jamie. Bye. That was Jamie on the Sega Lounge. Uh, and then we, we have another guest coming coming in, coming in a few seconds. Still sorry. TM. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, anything else... Um, we, we didn't talk too much about Sega, but uh, anything, um, Dylan, that you'd like to mention about Sega? What you saw from Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania? Which one are you most excited about? Uh, I mean, Sonic Mania, of course. I think most of us are excited because it actually looks like 
uh, a really well done 2D Sonic, which is, let's face it, all most of us have ever wanted. Um, but yeah, I, I think Sonic Mania looks good. But I also think Sonic Forces could be good. I, uh, Sonic Generations was the last Sonic game for me that actually was. I was surprised at how good it was, or how at least how how much I got into it. Um, it had been about a decade prior to that <laughs> that I had really been into Sonic. So, so the fact that they're kind of returning to that is is okay. Um, mm-hmm. Really, I just yeah. I, I wish they would uh, kind of like we were talking about earlier. It's like that's good. You got two solid looking uh, Sonic games out. Now it's time to you know start taking advantage of your other. Uh, of your other uh, franchises that you've been neglecting for years, <laughs> so yeah. hopefully they'll do that in the in the days to come. Yeah, yeah, and the the, the way they they're handling the Yakuza series is is great right now. Yes, uh, agreed. I, I was a bit disappointed that they didn't have anything uh, Valkyria Revolution related uh, on the yeah. show floor. It's coming out for like two weeks, and they haven't been yeah. promoting the game. Apart from mm. just showcasing the the music, so that's yeah. a bummer. I guess because it came out, it came out in Japan a while ago. That yeah, yeah, sense, yeah. So. But especially, I think but, it's it's people. It's not exactly the same as the previous Valkyria games. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I think Valkyria Chronicles the HD version on Steam came out on Steam like a couple of years ago. We had the DHD remastered. Uh, version coming on, on PS4, PS4 last year, and I think both did fairly okay. So hmm. yeah. they yeah, they should have you know they should, yeah. yeah they should promote Valkyria Revolution a bit more. I don't think most people outside of you know the, the, the most hardcore Sega fans know even know about the game. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how it's supposed to be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, we have another guest here. We have uh, Viper. Hello, Viper. Oh, that's me, done. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. So, thoughts on uh, this year's E3? I think, as a community, we overhyped it quite a lot. So, when they were just very sort of average announcements, people were very disappointed when really they shouldn't have got their hopes up. Like, for a very hmm. packed year in gaming, it was a very mediocre E3. But I think that's partly due to our expectations. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't expect much of it to be. I've been saying this during the show, but I was expecting at least a big boom from other companies. Like from Sony, I didn't expect much since they had nothing like they're gonna do. Oh, we'll drop this, and especially since they're serving most of their big announcements now for their own events. So, yeah, uh, I, you know, kids, life lesson here: don't. You know, just lower your expectations and all will be fine. <laughs> Do that with everything in your life and you're set. Yeah, so <laughs> Viper, best of E3 this year for you. I really just enjoyed all the sort of Nintendo event. I feel like, despite the fact it was quite underwhelming, some of it, I felt like every single turn you didn't know what to expect, but I think that's partly because it wasn't leaked this year unlike previous years. <laughs> It always helps, you know, in keeping surprises compared to like 2015, where all the Smash Bros. stuff was leaked like the day beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and also, that, also like, Reggie on the, the beach is also something nice. That's why That's it was a, a really good video. 
<laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was okay. Yeah. Worst. Worst of you three this year, Viper. Um. EA. They just outdo it every year. Oh, it's yay, like slowly yay. trying to hit a home run. <laughs> I forgot about EA. We didn't even mention EA this time. I don't I think I even wrote them in my show notes. Yeah. The tomorrow, which is bad. Not even leaving them on the list. <laughs> oh goodness! I was okay. Yeah, I, I think people Terrible. know what to expect from EA every year. No, so <laughs> no one's disappointed because you know, sports fans are always covered. Shooter fans as well. There's the oh, new Beats for Speed game as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. Okay, any any final thoughts before you go, Viper? you'll leave us um, as a community we need to stop overhyping E3 and instead overhype other events yeah. very similar <laughs> effects good. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly like Radio Sega's Winterfest uh, yeah oh it's not <laughs> happening never mind <laughs> okay so you can you'll, you'll share more of your thoughts tomorrow uh, during the topical resort right Viper um, I hope so or if not I've just completely got my show theme wrong <laughs> Okay, so Vipers returning tomorrow, 7 p.m. Uh, UK time uh, for the Topical Resort. So if you're curious about his thoughts on E3, on uh, EA's conference, uh, don't listen to the Ooh, show, totally. but everything else he'll be talking about yeah, during Topical <laughs> Resort. Yeah. Uh, Viper, thanks for coming on the show. Have a, a good evening and enjoy the rest of the show. Bye-bye. I'll have a go at it. Bye. And so Viper. that was Viper. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So guys, uh, I think uh, it's it's time to wrap things up. It's been fun to have you all on on the show. Uh, however, uh, one one last thing that I wanted to to uh, talk to you about. Um, what are you expecting from? So especially you, Dylan, since you haven't been on the show for a while. Um, what have? What are you expecting from Sega? Um, you know, looking forward, looking to the future in the next few months. Um, what do you think Sega next? will do to surprises or, or something? I know you haven't been keeping up with, with all the most recent releases. You're looking to the past, but uh, anything that yeah, you're expecting I'm, from I'm Sega? buried in the past. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, I hope they're you know, I, I heard that at Games, which has released some Genesis uh, clone consoles in the past that were pretty bad, I heard they're doing a new HD one, mm -hmm. a new HD Genesis console. Yeah. I hope it's actually good quality, um, because if it is, I hope it would it'll sell well. I think they probably sell okay as is, even though they're not very good. But I hope the quality is better on, in this particular clone console. And if if it is, I would really like to see more Sega clone consoles uh, come out. Now, will that happen? Eh, probably not. But it would be cool. And, you know, more than likely, I, I think what's going to happen is I think Sega is slowly starting to kind of reintroduce their some of their older stuff with the Sega Forever thing, uh, mobile gaming, which I kind of hope comes to something like switch um yeah. but whatever it ends up being but uh yeah 
I don't know. My expectations, like you said earlier, let's keep them low, right? Like, let's yeah. just let's just keep them low, <laughs> because if if they come out with some good stuff, then we'll be like, all oh, right, you know, then we'll be excited. But if we try and think of all these great things and ambitious things that they could do, and then they do not do nothing, it's like, well, that's disappointing. But I would like to see Sega look back to their past in the sense of how they did try and push the envelope a ton back in the day. And I know they're not the company they used to be. Uh, most companies aren't, you know, 30 years on. But but it would be nice to see them recapture a bit of that old spark that they used to have. That's If I could see any one thing, that I think that would be it. I don't, I don't want to get your hopes up. No, 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 totally not. Totally not. I, I don't expect them to do it. Hashtag figure forever. Yeah, I don't expect them to do it, but I also wasn't expecting them to send out those sweet cassettes either. No, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that, you know, I, I was actually going to say something on the at game, games. Maybe, maybe your hopes yeah, gonna, I have a reliable source who's played with the new one that it's a lot better than their old systems. Oh, good. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how much better, but they said it's a much bigger improvement. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll Is see. Is the other quality good? That's the only question. Yeah, the sound, yeah, the sound they, they said They said that, I think they said they played, might have played Sonic. I'm not sure. I can't remember. They said that the sounds actually sounded like Sonic. Um, okay. Awesome. Okay. So, but um, yeah, yeah they, 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 they couldn't go into any detail. They're under NDA and stuff. So I don't know yeah. the details, but they did say that it's a it's an improvement. Um, so cool. look forward to the next game issue game. of Mega Visions, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, indeed. Hopefully Chris and Marcin will be able to share more around that well, time. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, guys. So um, thank you so much for coming on, on the show. Uh, Sheridan and I will... will Stay for a little while longer uh, for the, the after hour segment. But um, Graham, final thoughts? Anything that you'd like to promote to our lovely, oh, lovely yeah, sure. audience? Well, well <laughs> as always, I'd like to promote Saganerds.com. And we lost Saganerds. What is wrong with my mic? It's really annoying. Uh, is that better? Can yeah, you guys it's hear me? better. It's better. Yeah, we can Excellent. hear you. So, Saganerds.com. Uh, for all your like Sega news and reviews and other things and also Megavisions magazine which is our digital magazine designed for tablets and smartphones uh, which uh, yeah also covers Sega stuff we've got lots of great exclusive features and interviews every issue um, also reviews and news and also we have a Radio Sega feature in each issue which is awesome yeah um, one of my favorite those guys actually, whoever they listen are. to as you yeah. read the magazine it's fantastic <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> I don't know who they are yeah and we're, we're, we're <laughs> actually guys. trying to plan we're planning on planning uh, something <laughs> exciting for the next issue actually not Ooh, sure if we'll excellent. be able to make it but uh, it would be nice if we could yeah That's spoilers awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's say for Mega Issues Volume. Hashtag Sega okay, Forever. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Nothing to do with that. Just thought of I've used. I've used yeah, hashtag Sega hashtag. Forever. Yeah. Hashtag Sex Sounds on Sega Radio as well. Hashtag uh, Low Expectations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's my. That's this was a great talk. The best Thank way you guys, of life. Really. Yeah. What about you, Dylan? So Sega does still going strong. Three years uh, on, right? Um, Yep. Big plans for the future? Yeah, so uh, recently I put out a call uh, for a couple writers. Uh, one 
just somebody to do a handful of reviews every month, um, you know, between three and five. And uh, it's a paying position. I'm kind of looking over some some emails right now from people that are interested. Um, But uh, my white whale and one I do want to raise my expectations for is I would love for somebody who knows Japanese and English to help me with some of the upcoming uh, Japanese games that I'm going to have to review. Um, that's a little bit harder to, <laughs> harder to find. <laughs> so if anybody uh, is out there listening who knows Japanese and English, and again, this is a paying position. It's not like you're not going to be getting rich or anything, but I can, you know, we can talk about uh, payment in the email. Uh, and it would kind of depend, obviously, on how many games you review, but um boy there's a lot of japan only sega stuff so you know potential is there for to make you know a decent amount so anyway uh yeah uh my email is uh shub542 at yahoo.com s-h-u-b 542 at yahoo um otherwise yeah just uh all any sega review you can think of even the ones that you didn't know were there like uh, the game where you play as a, a cop, uh, a Mahjong cop. That's a good one. Uh, you <laughs> play Mahjong and you solve mysteries. That it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, lots of weird stuff like that on the on Sega does, and so yeah, that's about awesome. it for me. Awesome. It's a check out SegaDoes.com. Uh, it's it's an amazing project. You know, I, I say this every time, but it is. So feel free to check it out. Thank you. Uh, and Japanese and English speakers, you know, send him an email. You are. You guys need Okay. So um, Dylan and Graham, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been really fun to have you uh, as per usual. And so hopefully we can be together again soon and talk about all of our uh, low expectations for the future of Sega. <laughs> Next time, Gamescom. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> and how we were not disappointed because of that. Uh, yes. what, what a yeah. fun talk we'll have. <laughs> so yeah. thank you again. For uh, all you guys listening in, uh, stick around for a few more minutes. We'll play uh, a track requested by Shedded. Everybody jump around from Jet Set Radio. And we'll be back you know, for just a short, short segment we like to call After Hours. But in between that, we have memories of Sega. Yes, we still have memories of Sega. Bio Winner Review this week focused on um, Bubble Bobble for the Master System. Uh, ha- ah. Have you revu- reviewed it yet, Dylan? Yes, yes, yes. I did. Uh, it's very pretty, very pretty compared to the NES version. Um, I think it's probably the ultimate version of Bubble Bobble, if you are into that series. Um, yeah, it's a good port. It's okay. a good port. Excellent. Yeah. So let's see what A Win With You uh, has to say about that. Uh, so, it's the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Take a listen to Everybody Jump Around, and we'll be right back. The most important part of dance is music. So now let's listen to the music and identify the beats. But that was too soft. 
Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. From the 90s to the present, take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. This week, we'll be focusing on Bubble Bobble, a platform puzzle game released on the Master System in 1989, though it was released in Europe in 1992. This is a conversion of Taito's classic arcade game and an excellent one to boot. Although the graphics are prone to the odd sprite flicker, the game remains as playable as it did in the arcade and has 100 extra levels to boot. Of course, you'll have to earn those levels first. The first I heard of this game was in a leaflet I picked up from Morris about various Nintendo games released for the NES. It would be here I'd also discover games such as Castlevania, Metroid, Metal Gear and quite a few others for the first time as well. But I digress. The NES version of a Bubble Bobble was also shown in this leaflet, so that's why I first heard of the game itself. I first saw the Master System version during a trip to Lakeside with my mum and granddad. There I found a sh gaming shop called That's Entertainment, a shop that remained around until 2010 when it sadly closed down, that had a ton of Sega games for sale, including a few Japanese ones. It was here where I first saw the Master System version of the game, and while I didn't look at it, I was a little curious. Coincidentally, it was during this trip where I bought issue 4 of Sega Pro Magazine, which I've mentioned many times before in previous installments of Memories of Sega. As for Bubble Bobble, I got a chance to try the game when I rented it out a few months later from my local video rental shop. I gave it a good go and found myself enjoying it quite a bit. This game puts you in control of Bub and Bob, two tiny dinosaurs with the ability to shoot bubbles. Each stage consists of one screen, and the aim is to destroy all the enemies in said stage. To do this, you trap them in a bubble, then burst it by touching it. As you play, you can uncover various power-ups which increase the abilities of your bubbles, and even lets you shoot out special bubbles which release different effects when you burst them. 
At first, the game seems quite simple, but it becomes more complicated when you realise there are tons of hidden rooms, three of which contain crystals which you need to complete the game properly. You can also find hidden warps which uh, let you skip a certain amount of levels. There's definitely a lot more to this game than meets the surface, and that's what makes it so addictive. It's easy to pick up and play, but much harder to master. It can be a little frustrating, especially on later levels where you have to master additional techniques like jumping on your own bubbles to gain higher places, but it never stops being fun. There were some great arcade conversions on the Master System, and Bubble Bobble was one of them. Though I certainly struggled at various points, and never came anywhere close to beating it, I always enjoyed it. Despite the aforementioned sprite flicker, the game otherwise looks quite decent and the music is quite catchy. Most importantly, the gameplay is fully intact, and the extra levels uh, give even those who mastered the original arcade game something new to challenge them. If you're a fan of the arcade game, or just looking for a fun and challenging title that will keep you going for months, check this one out. Memories of Sega. Tech Super Drunk from Bubble Bobble as requested by a win review to close off that Memories of Sega segment right there. Um, episode number 33 of Memories of Sega. Wow. So 33 oh games covered so far by a win review and, and still counting. So we'll see what uh, we have on the next show. So yeah, that was yeah. Uh, Memories of Sega by a win review. We also had a, a great chat. I think at least it was a great chat with. Oh, I love our chat. Yeah. It was, of course, I love talking about what games are people doing at versus what games should people should be doing. But <laughs> it was an interesting conversation. <laughs> controversy, <least>. yay! <laughs> <laughs> Not controversy. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs> uh, but it was it was a good talk. I'll admit. It was yeah. fun talking to Graham and Dylan about everything about E3, since I needed to vent my thoughts up on those. Yeah, so. it's it's nice. It's always nice to have these roundtable episodes. They are quite long, though, so uh, maybe <laughs> for, for the listeners... <laughs> not sure. We Whoops. apologize. We apologize. So, <laughs> we promise. Yeah, we promise. I, mean, we, I know we, I talk a lot, and I'll probably not be invited and just <laughs> stay at the news, but... <laughs> uh, stick to the news I have desk. I do notice. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Yes. Uh, I, I, I remember the times where Shedded just did this, the news desk. Oh, those were the good times. Yeah. Anyway. Hello and welcome to the Sega News Desk. Well, this is Shannon, and we're gonna show you the world of Sega. <laughs> That's a bad flashback. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So th- this is the after hours segment of the show. It's just uh, uh, saying goodbye. A couple of things that I wanted to mention that happened during the show, by the way. So uh, OC Remix just announced uh, an announcement. Of a brand new uh, free album that uh, so they will be announcing or showing the trailer for a new free album, um, and the, it, it's dedicated to something that rhymes with Bonic the Pedgemog. 
So Ooh, I like I don't think it's or as they mentioned on Twitter, it rhymes with tonic the wedge pog. So I think it's uh, relevant for uh, Nintendo fans for some reason. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I don't <laughs> Probably know. So they, they'll be debuting would. their their uh, trailer for the next free album at their Awesome Con panel tomorrow. So if, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what's happening uh, tomorrow, and uh, we'll we'll be there. Not not there there, but on the internet to. Yeah, know and share all on. about it. Yeah. Uh, apart yeah, from that, it'll probably I'll be on a certain uh-huh. news desk thing. I don't uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, also, um, the Sonic Mania team uh, have been uh, active on Twitter uh, in the past couple of hours, so they they've been uh, revealing themselves to to the public. So uh, I think oh. they've now they, they now uh, they've now announced. Everyone that's been working on the game uh, on Sonic Mania. <laughs> so apart from that's a good touch. We we knew uh, Pagoda West, we knew T Lopes, we knew um, Taxman and Stealth, but now we we know of a few other people. Uh, even uh, Picobi Games, who worked on Hiroki, which was a, a mobile game oh, for really? iOS that got released like a couple of years ago. Uh, and they also did some work on on uh, Sonic Mania level design wise, I think. So interesting, hmm. interesting. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, and Falk, yeah. Uh, who worked as a sound engineer for the game as well. So T Lopes composed the, the music, and Falk uh, mastered the mastered the, the soundtrack. The soundtrack, yeah. So and I noticed because. And speaking again of Sonic Mania, I noticed that uh, they changed a lot of Mirage Saloon compared to the time it was it was first announced, and it sounds so much better now. Like mm-hmm. it's it feels more natural, at least compared to the original one, which sounded at least a lot like uh, Cityopolis. So that's why I felt Mirage Saloon was good in terms of level design, but the sound was mm-hmm. still okay. It was still getting there. So the yeah. new version, I actually enjoyed it. I, I haven't. I'm trying to keep away from uh, <laughs> Sonic Mania stuff. I have to be honest. I've watched yeah. all of the Sonic Forces footage because I, I'm not really that bothered. You're on the back burner. Uh, listen until it releases. You know, it, let's see what happens. I don't care. But I really, really, uh, I'm really, really hyped for Sonic Mania, and I don't want anything to be spoiled. But I have to admit, I watched the uh, Chemical Plant footage that's been released yesterday or the day before I can't remember uh, yeah. but I, I haven't watched the new Mirage uh, Saloon footage yeah so the new Mirage Saloon I, I, I'll have okay. to wait I, I'm gonna wait yeah. I have to be honest I mean of course I'm in the wrong side of this because of course I have to do the the, the news segments every week but I really want to keep away from most Sonic Mini spoilers because I really want to experience the game itself so yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't care about news per se, but yeah. footage. Uh, yeah, footage is yeah. still okay. <laughs> I know, I know, I understand that. Yeah. I, I want, I still, I'm still expecting, expecting for it to be good. Otherwise, so who knows? You know, we'll I, see I, it in I, 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 I've said this before. I know it's going to be good. It's just yeah, a matter of how it's... good it will be for me, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, I know it's going to be good because, of course, I've played both Sonic 1 and 2 on the 
the new remasters. They're mm -hmm. beautifully made. Yeah. And especially the remastered soundtrack, even though it's still the Mega Drive one, it feels refreshed. Yeah, it's so it's better than the. Knowing the team, I know it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Agreed, agreed. Can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah can't, can't really <laughs> add anything to that. I really. Uh, I agree. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I agree. Uh, I agree. Um, yeah, so Shedded, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, it's, it's, you've been a, an awesome co-host. You need to come on the show more <laughs> often. Or maybe just stick to the news. I don't know. Whatever. Ah, damn it. <laughs> no, but it was fun co-hosting co with you tonight. Yeah. And I don't know. I'll gladly accept the invite sometime soon. Awesome. Again. Awesome. So, again, thank you for having me. And... Of course, thank you for tuning in if you're listening. Indeed, or downloading the podcast, whichever works. Or if you're or listening both. to the podcast as well. Or both. RadioSE.ga slash shows for the full schedule of live shows. As for the Sega Lounge, I have to say I'm not sure if we'll be back next week uh, or mm. if we'll take a couple of weeks break uh, because uh, we're planning some, some stuff, as I said, one of the those things is related to Mega Visions, but uh, we, we have other stuff in the pipeline, and it's about time we take a quick break. Uh, I said uh, at the beginning of this new season that we'd uh, take yeah. a few breaks in between, you know, like phases of the show of the the, the season. Um, we'll see. We ha we have a, a, an interview that's. Uh, that's well overdue, and depending on that, on when that's Ooh. scheduled for, uh, we'll see if it's just a, a week off or more than that. So keep, keep stay tuned to Radio Sega. Uh, keep your eyes on our social yeah. media for news on on the the next few weeks of the Sega Lounge. But next week we won't be back. Almost, almost certainly not. So don't count on yeah. on a, a, a show next week. But. Who knows? Thank you. About the, the week after, <laughs> because, I, so, because you can next take week a break. is going to be really confusing <laughs> for me. Yeah, let's hope that next week goes well for for me at least. So yeah, who knows? Okay. Who knows? Who knows? So um, <laughs> it's been fun. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll leave you with. Uh, and since uh, Shadi just mentioned uh, the remastered versions of Sonic One and Two, I'm gonna play a Sonic Two remastered track. Oh. Which oh. one would you like me to play, Shadi? Okay, tough one. Uh, tough zone. zone. Act one. Metropolis zone. Okay. Um, <laughs> wait, oh, it's here. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna play Metropolis zone just for you uh, and for everyone else listening in. And uh, we'll, you know, stay tuned to Radio Sega. We play the best Sega music 24/7. We also have some awesome shows. Next one being um, Topical Resort with Viper tomorrow at 7 p.m. Western Europe or UK time. Uh, go to radiose.ga slash shows for the full lineup of shows uh, and the respective time zones or times in your time zone so you can you know uh, know exactly when you can listen and tune in to our live shows Shedid thank you again exactly. for coming on the show thank see you, you next time me. <laughs> see you next time and here's and see you all yeah. next week in the next few weeks <laughs> next time <laughs> I keep forgetting we have a break <laughs> Here's yeah, Metropolis Zone. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.